Welcome to Do the Right Film. My name is Steven. My name is Thomas. Uh, I guess Sean and Harvey didn't make it? Yeah. Okay, so uh, uh, <laughs> no, no Sean and Harvey this week. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I feel very it's lonely. Yeah, yeah. You think we can like call someone over, maybe uh, get a special guest? Yeah, we do have a special guest in the uh, the house tonight. We got Tappy. Oh, is that what she's here for? Yep. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I was wondering why I was wearing headphones. Yeah, I was, I was like, what's she doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yeah. And uh, stick around for this episode. We got a review coming up of The Disaster Artist, written and directed by James Franco. Oh, he wrote it. I believe it. I don't know. Wait. It's based off a book. Yeah. I could be wrong on that. But, but uh, he probably wrote the screenplay. Yeah. I think he did. And then uh, later we're going to be talking about movies that aimed high and missed their mark like fell flat on their face yeah fell flat like critics did not treat it well the audiences maybe did not treat it well we'll, we'll get into it a little we'll get, bit yeah we'll get into mm-hmm. the minutia but uh welcome tabby hey thanks guys finally uh, there's a guest on this show it's a guest and we have a woman yeah you know it's most of the time it's just us four guys just yeah. sticking around and hey. drinking beer it's Hi. nice to have some uh some diversity yeah, hey. yeah, and it, I'm like your first guest, I think. Yeah, you are. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just oh man, we did like 43 episodes and we haven't had a guest yet. Yeah, I just didn't, don't think anybody likes us enough to come on the show. I like I asked him like, you want to come on? We were like, yeah, I'll think about it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, sounds uh, cool. I'll check out your little podcast. They never do. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, Tappy's joining us this week in mm-hmm. absence of. Uh, Harvey and Sean. Did you forget they, Harvey's name? Yeah, I was like, who should I say first? Uh, Harvey and Sean are absent. They had to take care of some matters. I don't know what that means. They but, made uh, it sound so serious. I think Harvey left the country forever. They, well, they didn't explain themselves. They just said, we won't be able to record at the same time. So, I mean, I'm just assuming that something something weird's happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's okay. Um, and Taffy usually watches the movies for the podcast with me anyway. So, it's not. it wasn't like she had to, you know go yeah. out of her way to see the movie she's probably gonna see it anyway yeah, yeah because so, i like watching movies so mm-hmm. i mean i don't outwardly express it too I much feel, i've heard i've heard rumors or i've heard from tom that you watch i think i feel like you watch more movies than him i watch because i watch more tv than him oh okay, okay yeah so i'm always on netflix watching shows regardless i so. heard you're very open though yeah i am when it comes okay. to movies i'm not as biased than so, this guy over here yeah i will watch horrible movies like B-rated horror movies, horseshit movies, just because I'm interested to see what they are. Oh, this per- yeah. might sound like you're, you're a good element. <laughs> like this guy over here. Yeah. Elitist. Why don't we kick the fucking closed-minded <laughs> guy off? <laughs> no, it's great. Uh, so, Tappy, I actually have a few questions Look, I wrote I'm, down. I'm a gold miner, What is this, right? the interview? I wasn't prepared Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I just wanted to surprise wow. you because I found out. And uh, uh-huh. quick, all right, first question. Yeah. Uh, have you listened to the podcast before? Yes. Uh, second question. <laughs> what is this? Do you like it? Yes, I actually do like it. You guys actually make me uh, laugh. Next this, question. This is gross. This is gross. Uh, what is your favorite episode? Oh my god, I don't remember. It's forty-two fucking huh. episodes. Uh, my favorite episode is episode fifteen. I don't know. Tom, you, you have a favorite? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Did you have a favorite? No. Oh, okay. So it's not weird then. I like the I like the first date episode because we had a good time. Oh, where you over-explained the topic? Yeah. You went like deep, deep in there, man. It was no, great. No, we, we all had great picks, though. I think my pick was just the weirdest one, but I think your pick makes sense. And Harvey's what was, was, what was your pick again? Lost a train. <laughs> oh, of course it was, because it was ours, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... <laughs> and that's the interview portion. That was all the questions I had. Oh, okay. 
Cool. It was. Yeah. It has nothing to do with you at That's all. That's a good structure for your next guest. So you think I should have more personal questions? Like, what oh, do you no. do? Oh, well, no. I mean, if How it's like, you? if it's somebody, let's not, let's uh, not do that. if there's like somebody in the industry of some sort and if they happen to come on the show, sure. You yeah. can ask some questions. All right. I need to change my whole interview question. I'm, yeah, gonna fucking delete. I'm, I'm deleting this shit right now. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> what, um, how was your week, Steve? Uh, it was good. Super busy. Uh, as you know, I was on set because I was whining about it a lot this week. I was like on set nonstop. Mm-hmm. Or not even just on set. It was just so much projects going on at the office and I was just running around. And then for three days straight, mm-hmm. I was just like on set helping out, being a PA. Mm-hmm. And it was it's fun, but yet super tiring at the same time. And then, you know, me and uh, this guy. Actually, mm-hmm. all three of us all were working. Us yeah, were, we're working on something late, late Friday evening. Yeah, we did. Uh, Cl- closing closing the night almost like Saturday morning, right? Yeah, I mean, we, we were done filming around 4 a.m. A lot I, of setbacks. A I lot left of that terror. one, yeah. so... Yeah, he left us hanging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we were shooting something. I don't really want to talk about it without the, uh, the, the permission of the, the d- director, the writer and director of the film, which mm-hmm. happens to be a, uh, a dude, no, member of not, this podcast. Oh, man, I was going to say let's sign anything. Make it very mysterious. That's still well, mysterious. Well, he didn't say who. So there's oh, that's two, true. People, that's two actually people are missing from this podcast. You will never know. <laughs> yeah. So 50-50%, you will get it right. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, same for me. I uh, mostly kind of did some prepping for the shoot. I, I know we did like a cinematography rehearsal earlier in the week. And, uh, and just then, to let uh, you know, those pictures that, that came out were great. Oh, they're classics, man, classics. That's my new LinkedIn photo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's probably more. I just have to go through and grab some stills. Yes. But you never sent me those ones you took of me, so, you know, I'm holding them hostage. Oh, I completely forgot. Yeah, <laughs> better send them over. Uh, yeah, but other than that, I had a good night shooting. Um, it was very tiring, very stressful to deal. Like, we went to this train... St- oh, wait, shit. Eh, I won't talk about it. But, Just uh, know that we every- had to talk to a lot of people, and I, I had to pay someone off. Most things that could have gone <laughs> wrong went wrong. Um, but we came out. Yeah, I, I went over some of the stuff we captured today when I was transferring files, and uh, I'm pretty happy with some of the stuff I saw. So uh, That yeah. means a lot, because you're. I feel like you're a little bit of a nitpicker. Yeah, I, I kind of am. I beat myself up a lot. I don't like to settle. Um, He's a perfectionist. Yeah, I don't, I'm not saying everything I do is perfect, but I... Strive. I strive, yep. and like when I when it's not perfect, I know it, you know? like I, I'm, I'm not like uh, oblivious to how bad something I make is, because I've done some questionable stuff in my <laughs> life. <laughs> um, what have you done? <laughs> I mean, just like silly shit and you like stuff like that you're setting us up for a story. Yeah, so, you're setting it up I'm for like I've been arrested. <laughs> I've done very questionable things. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean like regarding uh, my work, but uh, yeah. What about you, Tappy? How, how was your week? Oh, my week is normal. It was it was a busy week for me as well. And then on what was it Saturday that we did it? Friday. Night. Oh, Friday. Friday night. Yeah, I had to work the next day at 8 a.m. Yeah. So if people have a little context, you were the photographer. I was the set photographer on set. Unfortunately, I couldn't stay for the whole shooting because I had to work at 8 a.m. the next morning. But it was when I was there, it was a little hectic, but it was it was still fun. I got to be there with my friends and it was just cool. My friends. I had a good time. I had a good time, even though I had to leave early and it was cold. So I was, you know. No, it was a marathon. It was very, it was very much an endurance kind of thing. Yeah. So uh, I understand if people want to leave. Yeah. If everyone wants to stay, like leave, I get it. Yeah. 
shit i think at one point it was like cold and i was tired it got really it, cold out there like i wasn't weird. expecting it to be that cold down there for some reason yeah i never i rarely get cold but i I'm think uh cold. i um i don't know i think with the camera rig and the cowers i was burning like maneuvering it i just didn't get cold at all man i saw some yeah. sick moves he was like oh, what's that but uh <laughs> it was heavy it's heavy you know and so it was not not the heavy it's actually a really light rig but hey um yeah other than that i'm I'm excited to move forward doing uh what i love you know that's beautiful you know i was just talking to somebody on online the other day a friend oh, of mine <laughs> and like he was uh, no he was i'm sorry but he was like ranting about these people who are obsessed with like these like get rich quick schemes and like all these like uh you know money motivation things and stuff and i was just like i'm I feel sorry for people like that because what I do, I'll do it for free every day. Yeah. I think it's just finding that, uh, yeah. the, the, the passion, finding what you want to do and then just, I don't inherently just do it. Some people just don't want to do that. They want to kind of cut to the end. They want to have like, the I'm money. Just, I'm just glad money. that I, I have yeah. something in my life that like I could give a fuck less if I get paid or not. You know, that's beautiful. It is. It's beautiful. But this hey, uh, this has got a really you know, emotional. I know. I got you know, shed a tear. You know what? I don't get paid for, and I love doing this podcast where we talk about movies. So you guys want to talk about movies? Yeah, I think you lost the game. Mm. <laughs> Wait, are you for real? No, dude, you're <laughs> scaring me because I don't remember. No, Harvey lost the game. Are you sure though? <laughs> are you sure? Harvey lost the game because he was ups- he was upset last I, week. Are you sure it was last week or it the week before that? It all blends in because Harvey loses a lot. <laughs> okay, let let me. Do, do you I, want? To- I really don't know. No, it, it was Harvey. You sure? Yeah. 100% sure? I'm 100% because okay. it, was, it was like one of the more funnier moments we had that week. I thought that was like, I wasn't sure if that was a Justice League episode. Oh, shit. Do you see what I mean? <laughs> no, he lost twice in a row, back to back. Oh, that's why he was mad. Yeah. Did you guys do Coco last week? Yeah, Coco. we did Coco. Yeah. But oh. I couldn't remember. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I think he did lose. So, guys, uh, since I guess we can move on to like talking about movies, I feel like mm-hmm. we rambled enough. Who wants? I would say Tappy goes first since Me? it is your oh debut. Oh debut! Oh god! So how does this work? Uh, I mean, usually we have the loser talk well, about the movie they watch. I'll tell you. Um, I'll tell. But since so so here's the deal. Me and Tappy see a lot of movies together. Uh oh. Because mm-hmm. we are in a relationship. Just wait. What? Uh, I don't know if the people listening Sorry, picked viewers. that up. Uh. Listeners, uh, listeners. <laughs> Sorry, uh, but anyways, we saw the same movie, so I don't know. I don't know if she has another one she wants to talk about, but I can talk about another one if you want me to. So this way, we don't have a double. Well, why don't you review. talk about that one, and then me and you can both kind of talk about the other one we both saw. Okay, sure. All right, you what know how this works, right? You talk a little about the movie, actor, director, uh, and then you usually drop a score at the end if okay. you want. Yeah. I let people choose. I'm not much of a dictator. I'm really yeah. laid back. All right. I don't know about that. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs down. Can now I we're, give it we're a, on the five Can I give scale? it like an A minus or an A plus? You can do that too. That's actually the system I wanted to incorporate. <laughs> it's a terrible system. <laughs> All, All right, right. So I guess I started off. Well, yeah. I kind of only watch like one other movie. Like a, it's called The Falling. Oh, let, drop that shit. Let me hear The it. Falling is oh, based. Wait. I didn't know you watched this. I thought we were going to talk about a different one. Sure. <laughs> Which one you thought I was talking about? That's fine. I want to hear about this one. Okay. The Falling is basically, well, this, I don't know how to say her name, so I don't want to butcher it. Butcher it. Macy? William? She's the girl from- Macy? Macy? Maybe it's Macy. Maybe it's just as that. 
Oh wow, she's pretty. she's she's from Game of Thrones. Arya from Game of Thrones. Oh, that's her. Yeah. Oh. So she started in this movie. It's um, it's like written in the middle of Game of Thrones when she shot this movie. It was, came out in 2014. Okay. So um, it's basically about. I'll read the synopsis. I guess that's what you guys do on this podcast. We sure do. Okay. I mean, if you want to read the synopsis, you can do that too. It's, it's not synopsis. <laughs> synopsis is it's, it's a scientific term. I hate you guys so much. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard this. I always wanted to correct people because I heard Sean do it and I heard you do it. I'm like, no. Anyways. Oh, I like this actress. Okay, continue. Yeah, so this is a 1969. Oh, this is a synopsis, by the way. 1969, strict English girls' school where charismatic Abby and intense troubled Lydia are best friends. After tragic occurs at the school, a mysterious fainting epidemic breaks out, threatening the stability of all involved. Actually, that's a really accurate depiction of what actually the plot is. But it's it's more this movie when you when you first watch it, it's an all girls school. It's you know there's there's strict things and it's like weird. It's like more of a psychological thing that's going on. I don't know what to compare it to. It's so it's like a psychological thriller. Not a thriller, not no, thriller. no, it's not it's a thriller. A it's like a, dr- it's like a drama, it's like a dark, it's like a dark drama, psychological dark drama. Sounds dreary. It's very yeah, it dreary. Sounds very dreary. It's very dreary because sounds like something I could fall asleep because to. you don't understand what's happening. Because it basically there's, there's this really charismatic girl who's like the most popular girl that's there. She is played by um, <clears throat> Florence. Florence. She and, is great. And, and Abby, she she's a beautiful girl. She's very popular. And then she, there's a she only there's a tragic thing that happens to her. And then after she passes away, I know this is like a surprising, but this is a kind of premise of the movie. She passes away. But then the rest of it, there's a fainting spell that happens. And nobody understands why. I this is kind of I believe this is kind of like a metaphor throughout the movie of like almost like a coming of age kind of thing. So it's a really dark coming of age. And, mm. and there's a lot of uncomfortable scenes, like highly, highly uncomfortable scenes happens throughout this entire movie. I need to see. There's like incest in this movie and it's Whoa. very uncomfortable. Mm, hot. It's very uncomfortable. <laughs> You're the fucking worst. <laughs> <laughs> but to be honest with you, it's, it, it was endearing. Like there was something about this movie that I actually really liked. I came into it not knowing that much. I watched the trailer like halfway through and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to watch it. It's one of those things I blindly saw and just like went out of my way just to watch it because it was, I saw it. It came on Netflix. And I'm like, you know what? Why not? And I mean, I mean, so it seems like you're digging this. I, I digged it. I mean, it wasn't the best movie I've seen. No, but there's like a certain level of just uh, like pure, just you're enjoying what it is. And I mean, you don't have to love it, but you can still yeah. enjoy it. And it was set in 1969, so I think the period that it, it did it well. Like, you saw, like, the beehive hair, and it was, the set and the costumes, everything was pretty cool. And I like M- Macy. I think that's how you say her name. Yeah. I like Macy. I like... She was really... And Abby was, she was, it was played beautifully. She was, she was, she was probably my favorite character. Yeah, she, this actress, she's great. She was an actually, uh, uh, if you like that actress, you should definitely watch Lady Macbeth. Oh, yeah. Which is phenomenal. I haven't seen that yet. It's a period piece. Uh, <laughs> fucking <laughs> no, it's 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 solid. It's a it's a really good, so- good period piece. Oh. Uh, I think you would like it. She's the lead actress. Oh, cool! No. I didn't know that. No, she's That's great awesome. in that. Yeah, she's great in this one too. And yeah. Even though she didn't, her character didn't last long in this movie. 
She was she was like my Spoilers. favorite. Spoilers. No, it's a part of the movie. It's I mean, in, if it's, it's if it's, it's hap- in, in the trailer, it's in the trailer. Okay. Yeah, if so, it's in the trailer, it's like fucking free game. Yeah, like, it's in the trailer. They put it in the trailer. I, that's a part of the entire movie. Someone's like, fucking ruined the movie oh, for me. You're never gonna watch this. I anyway. actually had a thought about spoilers the other day when when we were talking about Justice League. Yeah, throw it down, man. Okay, so that's all I really gotta say. The movie. I mean, watch you it. Rate that shit. Yeah, watch it. Uh, I'll give it like a solid like three. I enjoyed it. It wasn't the best, but it was really watchable, and I really loved it. As far as like the falling, the falling. Hmm. Literally, there's a lot of falling in this movie. I'm guys. gonna, I'm gonna watch this just because I do like uh, that one actress. Yeah, sounds sounds right up Steve's alley. A bunch of British schoolgirls in the '60s. And very y- a lot yes, of that's why that's right up my <laughs> incest and everything. That too. <laughs> uh, Steve, real quick, or Tabby, do you yeah. have a score for that? At, at three. Three. I like a solid three. Oh, a solid three. Solid okay. three. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't look great on the IMDb reviews, but not bad on a... I don't trust IMDb because it oh, just no. kind of like fluctuates like crazy. No, I'm talking like, yeah, I think the user score, if anybody listens to that. <clears throat> and like I tried to explain to a friend where he's like, I don't care about the critic score. I mostly care about the uh, the user score. I'm like, dude. Don't ever trust the only user score. Only fucking idiots use review movies on Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb. But no, this is, Are we no, offending people? No, I mean, it's not offending, but no, this is the truth. If use you go to Rotten Tomato yeah. and if you use, uh, and if you use uh, IMDb, mm-hmm. most of the time it's, it's pre-reviews. So they were reviewing shit before it comes out. So let's say five star, I can't wait for this movie. I've seen yeah. that multiple times. Sure, yeah. And they take yeah. that into consideration. So I mean, I don't, Really? Mm. Yeah, you can't trust that. I can't trust that. Yeah, yeah. Um, real quick, Steve. We were talking about spoilers. Let me ask you something. Is that a spoiler? Like that whole photo right there? Uh, it seems spoilerish. It's spoilerish, but the thing is, it's like it's so fucking obvious. Yeah, I, I just don't know why you wouldn't assume that would happen. But well, like, uh, well, it's, it's we're beating p- around something right now. Yeah, it's we're talking around. about Justice League, but oh, I haven't seen it. Ah, you're not missing shit. Yeah, uh, you're really not missing. So, <laughs> speaking of the the late Harvey, he's not dead, but he's just not on the show today. Uh, he has a really, really great review of it on uh, Letterbox. Oh yeah, I was talking to someone about that. League? Yeah, it's hilarious. Uh, yeah, I really enjoy Harvey's yeah, review. Throw it out there. Let's hear this review. I'll, I'll, yeah, we're talking I'm about. Re- yeah, yeah. So uh, hold on, let me pull it up here. Harvey, there he is. So Harvey uh, wrote a two-star review for Justice League, which is the movie we did a couple episodes ago. Do you think it's pretty generous, two-star? I feel like we all gave it two stars. Two stars is not generous. I mean, it's just whatever. But his review is uh, better than Batman versus Superman. In the same sense that below-knee amputation is better than (laughs) above-knee amputation. (laughs) (laughs) I I chuckled quite a bit. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, Props, Harvey. Yeah. Kudos for we, the week. We, we missed Shout it. out. I'm just kidding. Hey. All right, Steve, you want to go next? Why don't you go next? What'd you watch this I week? I got so many movies. Oh, for real? Really? Oh, uh, I mean. I mean, I watch I watch more TV show than movies. Not really. I'm just going to probably talk about. Uh, he refuses to talk about TV shows. Oh, my God. Can we talk about no, TV shows? No, that here? is another podcast. Well, just real quick. Can, real can, quick. I, can, I, can I run down the TV just shows like, I've been you, watching? No. Can you? I think you can. I mean, the, I'll, I mentioned good TV shows, not my shitty ones I always watch. I watched. I finished the Deuce, which actually is, um, ironically really has James Franco in there because he plays a twin. So and then Maggie Gyllenhaal. And if you guys don't know what the Deuce is, it's on HBO, and it is basically about the how the porn industry came up and prostitution in New York City in 1970s. It's actually pretty good. It's ten part series. Jesus, it, it's good. It's a commitment. And then I started watching a German TV show today called The Dark, okay. which it's it's like a um, sci fi 
thriller, really dark mm-hmm. and moody. And it's the score is actually pretty, really well. And it's really shot really well as well. So how, how you guys did this like happen, it. guys? If you guys like it, watch it. That's my little blurb because I actually <laughs> watch a lot more TV shows <laughs> than movies. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's all I watched this week. So. And Dude. we're back to do the right <laughs> film <Cuts> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're the the podcast where we talk about films. Okay, go go ahead, Steve. Before I keep saying. Uh, okay, real quick, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna just, I really want to know uh, what movies you guys want me to talk about because I've have a couple How many did here. You watch. All right, so I'm gonna start off. Uh, I watch Memories of Murder. I watch Boy. I watch Ocean's Eleven. And then Ocean's I, Eleven is clearly a rewatch. It is a rewatch. We're not sure that's out. Oh come on, man! Let's talk about Ocean's. What else? So, and then I think there was like a lot of starts, but I never finished them. Well, then you can't talk about them. So it's between Memoirs of a Murder. Yes, Memoirs. (laughs) (laughs) What is it called? Memories. Memories of Murder. I guess I can talk about both of these. Uh, I say boy. You talk about. Is that a Korean movie? Wait, wait, guys! I'll get to it. I'm gonna start with fucking memories of memoirs of murder. I want to hear boy though next, definitely because I saw you know the trailer. You know not getting that shit until next week. It's it's a great trailer. I haven't uh, watched it. So I have notes for memories of murder, but I have no notes for boy. Uh, so let us begin. Memories of murder, directed by Jun Ho Bong. Oh, it is a Korean movie. I thought it looked. Uh, he's the same director of. Thomas Okcha, Snowpiercer, uh, Mother. I love and Mother. The list, and the list goes on. Not the Aronofsky. No, Mother is a great movie. I've heard a lot of great things about it. That's I on my list. It. I loved it. So I'm not going to continue to butcher these great actors' names. Uh, <laughs> Kang Ho, I don't want to, but I'm going to have to. Uh, Kang Ho Sang. Not bad, not bad. Sang Kun. Oh my God, Kim. I, I'm Do you so want me to help you? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What's it called? Memoirs? Memories of murder. Uh, memory? <laughs> no, this one said memoirs, so I'm going to stick with it. Okay. So while Tappy looks that up, I'll tell you uh, what this movie's about. In a small Korean province in 1986, three detectives struggle with the case of multiple young women being found raped, murdered by an unknown culprit. So I don't know if this sounds kind of familiar. Uh, uh, this, this movie sounds, it has a very familiar structure to another movie that we have here in the States called Zodiac. Right. Mm. So it's very, very much a kind of like procedural, dark crime thriller. It's like, and it has that same kind of, I would say, just very reminiscent of like how like Fincher would do it, you know, in terms of like setting the scene up and just like laying out the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would say, I would say this is a phenomenal film. I was like, like just mesmerized from like beginning to end. Uh, I knew I was, it's weird to say this. It's weird to have a bias or like kind of like beginning of a movie and saying, I'm going to love this. But yeah. when I watched this, it was like an opening scene and it was the detective, lead detective, uh, detective uh, Park Do, Park Duman, I guess you pronounce it. And he's like small little province down and he's mm-hmm. like in this trailer, like this farm tractor and it's taking him to this location. You don't know where it is. It's like blue skies. Yeah. Like rice field, it's beautiful. Yeah. And then it stops. And then you he he looks this guy points him in direction. He goes, looks, and he and he finds this uh this woman dead and perceived raped. And mm-hmm. uh that's how the movie begins. So and it's like the opening to uh Wind River. And yeah, and it's just like it's like very just quiet and it's like very bright. But yeah. then after that scene, the whole movie is like very just like the color palette changes completely mm-hmm. to this very dark just very new. It reminds me of like a noir film, 
and uh i think i think this direct I, I don't know like i haven't seen anything else by him but i I'd, if if this is what i'm expecting from his other movies then i'm super excited to work through his catalog uh hello well, what hello what how many times have i told you to watch <laughs> There's two. He did a Snowpiercer, right? Yeah, he did Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer is like wacky and zany, but you're gonna love it. Have you watched Snowpiercer? Maybe. No, I've never seen mm. it. And Ocha obviously is great. I don't care what Sean says. Mother yeah. is great too. I so. started watching Ocha and then I quit, and then I watched. Why would you quit? It's because I want to watch Memories of Murder. Oh. Uh, I was just like, I don't feel like watching this. It's a little bit you're too much. You're on a Korean much. kick, aren't you? Yeah, I've been, I watch, love it. We watch Ocha tonight. Uh, I can't promise anything. You son of a bitch. Oh. <laughs> uh, Anyway, no, it's just, oh my God, no, the performances were really, like, it's hard for me to judge, like, uh, a performance from a, especially if it's in a different language, just because mm -hmm. it, it's always relying on tone and how the way they approach their lines, but yeah, it, it's, I feel like it captures, like, a weird zaniness to it. I, I like you brought up zany, because I feel like in this has, like, moments where it's just, like, it gets a little bit too ridiculous, but yet... It works in the film's favor. I think that's his with style. It, with his he does characters. it with Ocha too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's with his characters. Like multiple times in the movie, uh, these police officers are a little bit too rough mm -hmm. with their uh, with their uh, uh, people they capture or just anyone in general around the town. And there's multiple times where this dude would like straight up run and drop kick people. What? <laughs> dude, it's the most funniest Without thing. Without warning? Yeah, like it's, uh, so there was like an opening scene, I would say like 15 minutes in and this uh, detective is like walking and this woman's like right in front of him and he's trying to ask her a question mm -hmm. and drop kick. this guy sees this guy like walking with this woman trying to ask a question and she's mm -hmm. like walking away from him and she's like nervous and scared because yeah. what's happening in this town and he parks his car, fucking runs out and, he's, and he literally yells out, I was like, what you like to rape women and he fucking drop kicks what? him and it's like perfect i'm like this is amazing uh no but it's like it's never too it's never too crazy it's but mm -hmm. it, it's subdued in some parts but then there's moments where these characters kind of like outburst yeah and when they outburst it's like funny yeah uh no this is a very interesting uh, pr uh procedural drama sounds like about, something uh, up my alley because i love korean movies and I was wondering the whole time. I'm like, what, what, why is this movie called? Like, why is it titled this? And then you kind of mm. figure it out near the end why. Mm. And, you know, you see these detectives basically kind of fall into this. It, it's depressing mm. because they're trying so much to, like, save these people or save these women. And it, it seems like this murderer is always, like, one step ahead. And it's always, like, this kind of cat and mouse game. And you don't know, like... yeah you know what's going to happen i see why you compared it to the zodiac yeah it's yeah. very it's very reminiscent to that so when you watch it, you, it i recommend both of you guys watch it yeah uh it is coming in at like a two hour 30 minute mark Ooh, it's a little long but I, i'd say it's it's worth it i think it's perfect mm -hmm. it's like you don't even notice it i think korean films are really good like that they are because it would be long like i watched the wailing a while back and i, th I thought it was long but it was like, I don't know, it was like, it, it gave me all that information that I needed and it worked for the story. Mm -hmm. So uh, I gave this one, uh, I think, a four and a half. Wow, you really liked it. I fucking love this shit. It was so good. I want to rewatch it. Yeah. Oh, and there's another thing too. Like he has this weird thing with, uh, he has this style in which like nothing ever goes to waste mm -hmm. in terms of characters in a scene or things happening in a scene. So like even though, the main interactions between like let's say two detectives are talking mm -hmm. he he uses the whole scene to really capture a mood mm -hmm. like so there could be something happening in the far off distance mm -hmm. and even though these two people are talking like something's happening and there's like it, it just brings like this level of like intimate like not intimacy but just 
like I don't know. It's it, it's just I feel like something I don't notice in a lot of films. I feel like when you're focusing on two characters, you kind of hone in there, but he is able to capture the whole scene and have a lot of things happening at once to really oh. set the mood. Okay. And he does that a lot with his with, with interviews that they have during the film when they have interrogations or even just like outside when they're just having basic dialogue. Yeah, so you know, people you, are having... He, di- you, you utilizes every, everything. Everything in the scene, there's so many little things happening. Mm-hmm. And they're not even like... It's not even inherently important to the story, but it's important for the characters because it helps build them in a way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this, there's a lot I want to talk about this movie, but I, I feel like it's you're gonna best... Start, you're going to start spoiling. Yeah, stuff. I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> I think it's really... It's, it, I think it's well worth a watch. Mm-hmm. I, I would dare say... like. I can't say anything negative. I would dare say this is like, I mean, just me talking about it, I would dare say this moves up to a five for me, dude. It's so good. I wait, wait, watch wait. It. So is it a four or a five now? I would say it's a five now, man. I was really? Just like, After I'm you talking, start talking about it that like, whole minute from the four? Like, it's so good. Like, it's just like, there's nothing negative I can say about it. I Dang. can't sit there and say negative, like anything negative about it. I mm-hmm. mean, hey, uh, looks like you got movies to watch, man. You what? like You like that movie. My lurk, like, uh, I don't know, watch the first Oak, 10 minutes of Oak, Oak, Oak And I was like, <laughs> I got to the point with the pig, and I was just like, I don't know if I want to watch this. What? That's not even. <laughs> first of all, it's not a pig. You didn't it's a super put, pig, it's right? A super <laughs> yeah. pig. You didn't put your fucking toes in the water yet, bruh. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Oak is a great movie, though. Do you guys want me to talk about Boy, or do you want to skip that? I, I want to hear about Boy. I, I've seen the trailer for this before, and, uh, I like the Kiwi stuff. I want to hear about this. Uh, so I have no notes for this, so I'm just going to kind of go with it because I watched brief, the last minute. Yeah. Uh, so, Boy, directed by Taika Waititi. Uh, as you guys know, I'm a big fan of his. I always talk about his movies. I think uh, he's, he's brilliant. He's in the limelight now. Yeah, he's brilliant. If you haven't watched his stuff other than... If you've seen Thor and you like Thor, you should go back and watch his other stuff because I feel like it's really important to understand his style, especially mm-hmm. his com- comedic style. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I guess let's begin with this. It's set in 1984. Uh, this is a terrible fucking just plot summary. <laughs> this is really bad. But it is, I think this is the best way to describe it. It takes place in 1984, Michael Jackson's King. Mm. Uh, and in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. And it takes place in this small town in New Zealand. I would say it's rural New Zealand. Like, it's like, when I mean by rural, like, it's like, it, it looks like it's in the middle of nowhere. Damn. Uh, you know, there's people that farm. There's people, there's a little fishing village, mm-hmm. you know, close by the water. And uh, let's see if I can find a better way. Of yeah. This uh, so, yeah, it's a really bad way. of. So, Boy is actually uh, a name that this kid is given. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is actually Ama, Am, Alamein, Alamein mm-hmm. and he was named after his father. Mm. And this kind of, this kid is growing up and having like imaginary heroic visions of his father during his absence his father goes away for a bit yeah uh this boy is actually comes face to face with him in real life and there's like it's it's a really interesting coming of age story and i think it's actually a really it's one of the best interpretations of a coming of age story in terms of how the way a child sees the world and the way he sees his father or mother or just like people in his life yeah uh we follow boy kind of through his through these like this week of him re re uh reigniting with or not re, reconnecting with his father who is played by taika waititi and he's fucking hilarious oh, taika yeah this? he's oh, hilarious wow. like and especially in especially in his imagination throughout the mo- movie we have these like really fantastical elements of of the of boy 
uh, thinking of his father and imagining his father and explaining to other people how great his dad is, even though he's never known him mm. in that way. You know, you can, and you know that he's exaggerating because I think we've all exaggerated when we were kids. Yeah. It's like, it's like that stupid thing from Rush Hour. It's just like my dad could catch a bullet with his hand. Oh, like, yeah. Some stupid <laughs> shit. Like, Caught, you mean caught a bullet? Yeah. Like, it's just, it's great, you know? Uh, and I think it's a great depiction of the way we, we as children sometimes yeah. view uh, view our, our idols or our mm-hmm. heroes. And um, it's it's a small little journey. Uh, it's, it's a, a short com- movie, I see. Yeah, it, it really is just kind of like, you know, him seeing his father again, reconnecting and overall kind of growing and not just him, but also his dad, too, because, you know, he, again, is an absentee, uh, absentee father. So mm-hmm. he has, like, two sons. One is, you know, obviously boy, and then there's another one who is has social, a little bit of, like, social anxiety or just doesn't really talk much. Mm. He's very much, like, a loner, yeah. like, to himself. And, you know, there's moments in the movie where, like, his dad is just like, what's wrong with him? <laughs> Don't say I to him. He's just like, you look at the other one, he's just like, what? What's wrong with him? Is he okay? He's just like, and he just shake his head like, I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, no, I th- and I think Taika prov- uh, provides a very unusual look at fatherhood mm-hmm. because we, I think we're always presented with, uh, we, when you think of absentee dad, you sometimes always think of like, you know, some deadbeat, you know, beer belly, kind of like, you know, trashy yeah. guy. And, and he plays a little bit more kind of like a, pushover and he's kind of like yeah it's like i feel like it's like we always have this weird perception like oh you know this guy's probably you know like he's a drunk he's an alcoholic he's a and he's very very much those things oh okay but he's just a little bit of a pushover like he talks a big game and he presents to his son Mm -hmm. who he is as Mm -hmm. his this tough guy you know i'm a leader of a gang they call he calls his gang the crazy horses and they make this (laughs) stupid fucking thing like like hand gesture or like fucking crazy Mm -hmm. horses and uh and it, 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 it kind of encourages him to do the same and how the way he just like always looks up to his father and i would say this is uh i think i'm rambling a bit just talking about the story but it, it's phenomenal i think uh i think taika waititi again maybe i just had another bias with this movie but i kind of started watching this i'm like i think i'm gonna love this yeah yeah and i definitely dug it uh I would say it's not as funny as his other movies. Mm-hmm. I would easily say that. It, there's funny parts, but it's not as funny as his other performances. I think this one's a little bit more... Uh, How's it compared to Thor? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think this is better. <laughs> uh, obvi- but it's my personal taste. That's yeah. why. Uh, and this is something interesting. I don't know if... I don't know if you guys watch his uh, short film that he's he made before this. Like, he made a short film. And it's, I believe it's called Two Cars, One Night or something. Mm-mm. And it's, it's about the, this boy and him interacting with this girl in this parking lot and it there's scenes that kind of like play into that it's the same bar that they're waiting at in the same like somewhat similar cars yeah and he's doing the same things he is in that short film so uh i thought that was pretty cool i noticed that um so stop being around the bush yeah i dug this movie i thought it was really kind of like what's the score beautiful coming of age story about a boy Mm -hmm. reconnecting with his father or trying to at least reconnect yeah and learning that sometimes it's not it's i don't know it's i don't want to ruin anything but don't ruin it. yeah uh i'll say it's easily like a four easily four like i said nice. it's not as funny as his other movies i was expecting to laugh more but maybe because is it, it, was, is it touching at it's all? touching it's like especially the ending the ending was perfect i thought it ended so great yeah 
It's I, I think I think that ending was what made it for me though. I think it's just the way they talk that makes them enjoyable. Really? Yeah. I think this could work even even the like nah. southern accent. Nah, it's the Kiwi A southern accent. accent. <laughs> nah, it's all Kiwi, man. No, it's good. Where's you going, man? That does no. Yeah, kind of. Hey, maybe. man. Hey, hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> uh, no. All right, cool. Definitely I should like. check this out. It looks like it's up my alley. It, where is it available on? Netflix. Netflix. Nice. Okay. You should watch it. So I got two good movies for your asses to watch. That's true. Okay. I'll watch the Korean one first. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll go next. I gotta say, I haven't been watching a lot, man. I want to see more movies. Oh, here we go. He didn't watch anything this week. I did, I did, but like, I mean, I think it's better that like I don't watch a lot because if we all talk about like four movies, I mean, it'd be a very long. Podcast. It's just overload, you know. Yeah. I think realistically, we should all just talk about one and then do the main review. But I would I love mean, doing that. Yeah, it just feels shitty to see two or three and then like two of them be really great. And only be able to talk about one. Well, that's why I always tell you guys, like, I'm going to give you two options and then you pick which one you want to hear about. All right. We could do that. And then we could, like, point people to, like, a letterbox or something. Yeah. uh, Anyways, I watched one this week. Yeah. Out of convenience for the show. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Because I'm lazy. Mm -hmm. Uh, What was it? uh, It's a movie that's been brought up twice now. Mm -hmm. I don't care about the rules or whatever they say about... Uh, <laughs> Not brought up by me. Who was uh, this brought up by? Sean and Harvey. Uh, what did you watch? Lady Bird. Oh, you watched that movie? Mm, that mm, movie. What are you uh, saying like that? It was that a great movie. movie. Whoa! Movie. Just coming out the gate saying it's uh, a great movie. I'm not beating around the bush. Yo, she's she not, she have her score right now. I'm looking at her score. She gave it a five out of five. I'm looking at your score too, Tom. <laughs> five out of five. I didn't score it, so that's a lie. <laughs> All right. Let's talk Lady Bird real quick. Uh, it's been talked about before, but you have a, a new, unique perspective. A lame white guy with no perspective. <laughs> um, but hey, this movie's about white people, so I mean, I, I relate more than Sean and Harvey. Um, in, early, in the early 2000s, an artistically inclined 17-year-old comes of age in Sacramento, California. This is uh, written and directed by Greta Gerwig. Um, and it's starring Cersei. Shorsha. Shorsha Ronan. Shorsha Ronan. Shorsha? She says, I was listening to an interview and she was like, she's like, it's Sorsha? Sorsha? Sorsha. Yeah. Ronan. It's also, you got Lucas Hedges in here. Oh. Lori Metcalf and Timothy Chalamet. No, not Timothy McVeigh. Uh, Timothy Chalamet, which has been very present uh, this year, as as long or as well as uh, Lucas Hedges, a lot of young kids, man, a lot of young young kids. bucks. Mm-hmm. Young yeah, yeah, I feel like these kids are uh, they're they're gonna be like Gosling esque in like ten years, and then you have s- some more people to drool over. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, anyways, just some brief uh, things about Lady Bird. Tappy saw it with me. Maybe I did. she can chime in afterwards. I will. Um, so it's basically a coming-of-age vignette about a girl living in Sacramento and going to, like, a Catholic school. Uh, she's basically doing the whole college application thing, and it follows her through her, her events leading up to that and her relationships with the people around her. I'd say it leans more on the relationship with her and her mom, as Harvey brought up. 
Uh, and that was his favorite aspect of the movie. And there's a dynamic there, you know. This movie's getting buzzed right now. A lot, actually. It's uh, been named the highest rated uh, Rotten Tomatoes movie of all time. Does it have a perfect score? Yeah. I didn't look at it. It has a perfect score. And at first I said... I feel like there's some hype right now. Yeah. All about this. All right. Let me, let me break it down for you real quick. That sounds ridiculous because I will tell you flat out right now, I've seen better movies than Lady Bird. Wow, there was like a dead silence. Uh, I'm getting it so because I know like Harvey's <laughs> going to listen to this and he's no, no, going to no. pick a fight later. No, no, no. It's not, it's not what you're expecting. Uh, this movie has 100%. I've seen movies that I think are better that are lower rated on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. The thing about this movie, uh, let's say the thing about those movies that I think are amazing, um, they're more a little bit more polarizing. They're They have hard edges. And some people get cut on those hard edges, you know? Yeah. And uh, this movie is very soft around the edges. I just don't see a scenario where someone would hate the movie. It's just really good. It's a really good movie. Did it Did it resonate with you at all? A little bit. I mean, I will admit, I feel like it's more geared towards females, like, yeah. They're gonna relate more. You know, you can't relate to a fifteen-year-old. I I can, but her her story is much is different than mine. No, she's she eight, 18, seventeen, 18, going on eighteen. Yeah. Um, I don't. You know, growing up as a white dude, I mean, I don't know. The, I mean, the, there's not a lot of similarities there because I didn't like really. I think I relate to her only because she went to Catholic school as long because I went to Catholic school. Yeah, that as well. too. You know, and I don't know. She, I mean, how do you say her name? Sorosi. Sorsha. Sorsha. She was really charming. She was super charming in this movie. She's great. I really like her. I've seen her in other things, and she's like so. I just, I just, I know she's. I mean, it's interesting. She's like an older woman. How old is she? She's fairly young because I watch interviews with her, and she's not like. I mean, she's been doing this for a very long time. I'm just curious as to uh, her age. She's playing a very 20, young girl. I think she maybe she's like early 20s. Ooh, 23. She yeah. looks older Fig- to me. Really? Yeah. She looks her age. Yeah, she, she does. She looks 30 to me. You know, speaking of her, real quick, mm-hmm. I think you would like this. Have you watched Byzantina? Byzantine no. or something no, like that? I've never it's a vampire it. movie and she's in it. You should watch it. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I'll watch it. I think you would like it. I don't know if Tom would like vampires. He doesn't like anything horror. And maybe his vampire movie. Or maybe he's vampire. Oh, he's va- <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he's a vampire. <laughs> save, save for later. Save yeah. for later. Um, yeah, she's fabulous in this. She's really, really like she takes up the screen. I mean, she's just like she's so quirky and like I'm 100 percent sure I would have had a crush on her in high school. Oh, like, yeah. Just her personality. Like she's she's obviously not all there. She has issues, but. She's so like very like what eighteen year old girl doesn't. Have she's very shoes. pure and ar- artistic and like I don't know. And uh, it's not a dramatic reality movie about a uh, coming of age. Like it's pretty whimsical in the comedic aspect of it. Kind of like Noah Baumbach's are his movies are dramas, but they're yeah they're a little bit unrealistically funny, but yeah. in a good way, mm-hmm. dramatized maybe. Um. But yeah, a lot of charisma coming from all the characters here. Uh, Lucas Hedges is really good in it. Timothy Chalamet, I don't really care for his character that much. He's okay. Um, basically, there's boys that she has, you know. A, she she meets with boys throughout her high school, you know, mm-hmm. se- senior year, you know. It's, it's just natural, right? Um, 
so yeah, there's some good character connections there. I, I think uh, Lucas Hedges is one of my favorite uh, relationships she has in the movie. Uh, a lot of depth there, I think. And uh, this is a really good movie. Um, mm. So I get it. Everybody likes this movie. I just, I just think what the Rotten Tomato score basically means is that every critic liked the movie. Yeah, it's not that every critic says it's the greatest movie ever. It's not. Made. It's not like a ten star on each critic. It's like it's more positive. Yeah, reviews. and that's how the review system there works. Um, however, there's issues with you know the Rotten Tomatoes thing that I brought up on the show before, but I won't get into it. Uh, yeah, there's some really heartfelt moments. I don't think you can go wrong with this movie. It's literally like, it's like a nice, smooth, soft drink. You know, it just, it just goes down smooth, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, it's not not an acquired taste. Well, I didn't know you were directing that question towards me, so I wasn't sure. I wasn't. I I was directing it towards towards the the listeners. everyone. Yeah. Um, Okay. Well, you looked at me. Yeah. This, this movie is like everyone will at least like it. I don't see anybody hating it. Well, I don't know. That's not true. I mean, there's, there's probably some asshole out there. And yeah. You can't really hate this movie. There's, yeah. It's kind of really hard. She's so charming and everything is so charismatic, like you said. It's kind of like you get kind of like you develop like attachments to some of the characters. So it's kind of it's kind of hard for you to be like, oh, they they those characters wasn't like something that was on the screen. And you're like, oh, why is she part of this movie? Yeah. This whole this whole movie was developed around like a child growing up and all her like trying to fit in or not fit in or trying to find who she is and who she isn't kind of thing. So it, it does a really good job. It's I mean it's an easy storyline to follow. There's nothing like really traumatizing about this whole thing. You can relate. I think a lot of people can kind of relate on some different levels of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. It's about a girl who hates her hometown. I think we can all relate to that. Yeah, everybody I hates her hometown. About that part, yeah. yeah, she hates her hometown. I, I guess I do relate in that yeah. aspect. Yeah, so I mean, um, what would you, I want to know your score? I want to hear you drop this shit. Tabby, what's your score? My score? Well, I mean, I I felt really this movie was very endearing to me. Like I related a lot to her on different levels about coming from a hometown to move to a new place. Everybody's had those feelings, and she and. She, so I'm gonna fuck her. What's her name? Sorcia. 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 I absolutely fell in love with her in this movie. So I would honestly give it like a good four point five. Wow. I love this movie. It wow. was really good. I I Lately, cried. I I shed a tear. Yeah. I shed a tear. Wow. Lately, I've been taking into account. I shed a tear. Wait, which yeah. part did you shed a tear in? The the, the um, end. That yeah, the end when she um she left the message. Yeah. I, I I also. Well, you, we don't know what the message is. Yeah, it's just not. Spoilers. It's not Sorry. good to spoil we shed, I Let me shed close a my... Oh, shit. I can hear you guys still. <laughs> but anyways. Uh, <laughs> I shed a tear. I shed a tear. I, don't, I, I won't I, say... I actually got some tear-like substances coming from my eyes, but I did not shed any. You monster. You um, shed a tear in this movie, but not Coco? Uh, no. Well, I didn't cry in Coco. Coco's not as... I mean... No. His, his, <laughs> there's, <laughs> a, there's a moment his, in his the film. Great, his great abuela died. So? the fuck you didn't feel bad for that spoiler she's old Not really she's old what she's old 
Man, you're worse. <laughs> I think the I think the character that got looked over the most was the dad. Actually, the her and her dad's character was like oh played in Lady Bird, played yeah. by uh, should have brought him up Tracy yeah. Letts. He's so great. The he's lover? so great. Yeah, he's from the Lovers. Yeah, he's so he, great. He's just a great this. little. He's just a great old white guy. To he's watch. a good addition to this movie. <laughs> um, he was a good balance between them. The he he gave yeah, a good balance. He's very in the backdrop, but it, it really plays to the advantage of the movie because. Um, she really isn't close with her dad. It seems like um, it seems like uh, he's like a typical dad. Yeah, he's just like yeah. I mean, it's he's just, just like trying to like put out fire. And the trailer, at least, seems like he's always trying to put out fires yeah. or just a little like, bit. It's just like, but not really. One well, thing that was not funny really. was her brother Miguel. I'm like, she has a brother named Miguel. Uh, I'm pretty. They sure. don't explain that, but I'm. I'm, I'm pretty assuming sure it's like an adoption. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, she has um, a brother named Miguel. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff they don't really explain. You just kind of infer. But you kind of just accept it because you actually liked all the characters in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's definitely Bombach esque. It's not quite as like witty and clever as, as Noah Bombach like dialogue, but it's it's it has the same like uh, tone throughout it. Okay. A little bit less darkness, but yeah, uh, yeah. You won't be bored. It's very good. Mm-hmm. I would also give it a four and a half. Woo! It's very very good. Woo! I thought he was gonna give it a four to top five in the year. Yeah, well. Yeah, I we, so I mean, it's the second movie on the podcast that the other two that aren't here gave like blazing five star reviews. One of them, I was like, I don't see it. This one, I see it. However, I, I maybe just didn't enjoy it like a half star as much. You know, is that? Are you talking about the other the other no, movie? Lady Bird? Okay, I'll this one was the like movie. <laughs> the, the movie that will not be named. We, we don't really contrast here. I think they just enjoyed it that much more. Um, whereas I think we both think it's a great movie. Mm. Um, but the other one was, yeah, different. Yeah. Uh, we already Should spoke. We, yeah. We spoke earlier in the podcast. We're, yeah, we're we, we both, we both, we both came to the conclusion that it's, I don't think it's either for either one of us. But it's a safe place. Cause the, the two that really love it is not here. They, they might hear. <laughs> uh, Harvey, Sean, uh, Steve told me that the more he thinks about it, the less he likes it. Anyways, moving on. You know what it is. Uh, <laughs> I think that's it. You guys all uh all out of movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to yeah, do main review? Move on. Yeah. Let's uh let's talk about the disaster artist. We got a clip here. Los Angeles. Everybody wants to be star. You have to be the best and never give up. When I get up on stage in front of people, all I can think about is what if they laugh at me? But you, man, you're fearless. <laughs> I want to feel that too. I don't care. I'll do it. You and me, we both have this dream. Yeah, I guess we do. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll be famous. We'll show them. Watch out, here we go. To be or not to be. It's not going to happen for you. Not in a million years. But after that, this town, Greg, they don't want me. Wish we could just make our own movie. (laughs) A great idea. Welcome back to our review of The Disaster Artist. 2017 it was released uh it was directed by james franco and uh let's get a little bit of information did you write it uh it just says directed really did it say who was written by just the screenplay? tom look that up uh i'm gonna while i read okay an inspiring actor in hollywood meets an enigmatic stranger by the name of tommy wiseau the meeting leads the actor down a path that no one could happen no, <laughs> no one could have uh, predicted creating the worst movie ever made so this is actually based off a book called The Disaster Otters, or I think like, you know, it's mm-hmm. the ma- it, it was like kind of like that was the uh, the basic blueprint for the film. Did you find out if you wrote it? 
or he help write it? He did not write it. Okay. We got uh, two authors of the book credited and then two guys for the screenplay. Scott Neustadter and <laughs> Michael Weber have uh, written the screenplay. Yeah, yeah. So who stars in the film, you might ask? Well, James Franco, mm-hmm. Dave Franco, Seth Rogen, Allison Brie. That's kind just a few. It's a lot of cameos. It's a lot of cameos. It's a lot of cameos. I don't want to yeah. ruin one of them because one yeah. of them I didn't realize it was until like halfway point. <laughs> and, we, I was, and I was like dying. Are we, talking, are we talking which one? What's the? Uh, Chris, Chris R. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> that shit fucking got me. I'm like, just wait. <laughs> that was stupid. That was so uh, dumb. That was so dumb. It was fucking great though. Uh, all right. So Tom, what did you think of all right. the disaster artist? There is a lot to unpack. Oh and, um, shit. He no, fucking brought no, his I phone. Didn't. No, I don't have a lot of he notes. Wrote I, have, <laughs> he wrote I have almost no notes for this movie. Um, I just was checking to make sure I didn't have any. Um, there's a lot here to unpack. Uh, unfortunately, I have not seen The Room. Neither I have I. I did not find the time to watch it before or after seeing The Disaster Artist. I've heard about The Room. I've heard all about it. And um, I definitely want to see it. I think I almost don't want to watch it at home. Yeah. I think I want to go to one yeah, of those midnight screenings. I, I, I kind of don't. I kind of want to watch it with a group of friends at home. But uh, my buddy Benson, I would say a year ago, mentioned this movie. And I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? And then when I looked it up and I was dying. I was just like, like watching. Scenes? Yeah, I was just watching just scenes and highlights from this movie. And it just like, and I was just like, no, this can't be real. Mm-hmm. This can't be fucking real. And apparently this is. This movie has a cult following. It really does. So this movie is just basically a movie about making a movie, or it's a movie about making the worst movie. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. I wouldn't say it's like it's more geared towards like a biopic kind of. Yeah. It almost felt like a mockumentary. At one point, I'm like this. It, you know how mockumentaries make it seem like really like what's the word? Dramat- they, they, they over- dramatize. They yeah, dramatize. Yeah, it's a over, over. Yeah, so I'm like. Is this like at, when they were making the film, when they actually physically started doing it? I was like, this feels like a mockumentary. Like, this can't be like how it really happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will watch this. I think, obviously, you don't need to watch it, The Room, to watch this movie. I think I think you appreciate a lot of those like in inside jokes. And even if you just go online and just watch like the best scenes from The Room, yeah, it's like it gives you context of what you're going to be watching so you have mm-hmm. like an understanding and then not even just what no fuck watching best scenes of the room you need to watch interviews with Tommy Wiseau because this man is so interesting have you watched interviews or yeah, have you watched I have. his like I have seen quite I watched a like when he does sn- Q&A's snippet of it I I've, I've also his Q&A's uh, are hilarious yeah, like, I've also watched uh, someone taking him cutting him out of the film and putting them in Star Wars movies? No. It's amazing. I'll show you after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking died. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I was extremely tired when I went and saw this. We saw it last night, packed fucking theater, lying almost out the door. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was upstairs, so I had to go out the door. Uh, if there was a door, it would have went out. <laughs> um, the hypothetical door. Yeah. I didn't laugh at a ton of things in this movie, uh, but there are things that I laughed way too much like i fucking like i I never audibly laugh in movies i do i was like laughing a lot my my laughter kind of just blends in with the rest of people's but like i feel like and there were times where mine was the only one being heard and i was like this has never happened what's happening to me (laughs) um there's a particular scene where it's funny me and tappy both cracked up at let me know drop that shit nobody else really did 
Uh, but it was basically Tommy's like, no, I don't do porn at all. I do ice cream. <laughs> yeah. and, and not a lot of people laughed. Me and, and Sean Sho was like laughing out loud. I don't do porno. I do ice cream. And me and Taffy just fucking lost it. So let's, let's real quick. I want to talk about uh, James Franco, not Dave Franco. I hate Dave Franco. Let's talk about James. Oh, he made Dave. him look massive in this Dude, movie. Was it me? He made him look like a giant. Yeah, he looked. The thing is, he did. I think he did a great job. He yeah. really. I think he's watched this movie so many times that he mm-hmm. can literally just. He became Tommy at one point. Yeah. And I was listening to an interview with Seth Rogen on the Nerdist, and he was like talking. Was just like he's like there'd be times where he just like keep playing Tommy when he's directing. Mm-hmm. So he'd be like acting one scene and then when he's like directing us yeah. he's fucking Tommy I saw it's it. weird <laughs> that so I mean strange. that makes sense you'd have to do that I saw a B-roll for this movie where he was doing that uh, back to what I was saying um, there were things that I would have laughed at had I had my body not been so fatigued I, like you know how some people laugh more when they're tired yeah I laugh a lot I don't laugh like my body is just like that's funny but we, we just don't got the energy for it so you're not gonna laugh but you're gonna acknowledge it in your head and you're gonna laugh internally I did that a lot like I I know was he like a like a yeah cause I kept I kept laughing and I kept looking over him and he's like like nodding that yeah, nodding I laugh I swear to god he just like the nod laugh they were funny it was funny and it I'm like sitting here like am I the only one laughing like I felt like a it was, idiot it was like frustrating because I, I don't know if anybody's ever experienced this. Maybe I'm just out of my mind or crazy, but it's like your body won't do what you tell it. You mean you're paralyzed? I've never had yeah. that. Paralytic when laughter? I'm tired, when, I, <laughs> when I'm tired, I ramble, I laugh, I'm like delusional. No, nah, I don't I'm get like, that. I'm like, I'm weird when I'm fucking tired. I, I get really I weird. I laugh when I'm hyper. And um, say I had a full night's sleep, I was hopped up on some caffeine or something. I yeah, bet some you, monster. Yeah, I bet you I would have laughed a lot more. Um... And it was weird because Taffy would look at me to see if I was laughing with her in the rest of the movie theater. And uh, many times I wasn't. And I just want to put that out there that 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 doesn't say anything about the film. It was very funny. I think my body just... No, I thought, I thought it was hilarious, man. Oh I, I laughed maybe um, at like 50% of the jokes. Yeah, I acknowledge that like most of them were genuinely funny um i did i did have a good time in this movie i enjoyed laughing with the people in the theater um i love that it was in the theater and people like my theater in particular had fans of the movie yeah. oh yeah you so can like tell. like and everyone's just like yelling shit out and people yeah. were actually getting excited yeah, yeah, yeah people yeah. knew these and lines it was, and and it was just fucking brilliant like yeah. and it was so cool because the thing was like I like stupid. Sh- I like stupid, just cheesy stuff sometimes, like mm-hmm. bad, bad movies. And like how way like I obsess of little. Like if I watch like a like this weird bad movie that's a gem, I like talk about it and then I make references to it. Mm-hmm. And it was nice being a part of that mm-hmm. because for the longest time, like I'll make like I'm at work and uh, I'll just like make a reference to the room. I'll just do something stupid and like only one person will catch it. Yeah. And it's great, you know? So it was cool just being around that atmosphere. Not everybody gonna know. Yeah, not everyone's... Even if you just watch... See, that's the thing. I've never watched a movie, so I just had the clips and just, like, watching yeah. interviews yeah, to, yeah. to really get the concept of it for, like, last year. I'm gonna watch it this week. No, I, I, I want to watch it But you well. know what, though? I would wager with the release of this movie, there might be some screening somewhere, so I'm gonna keep my eyes out. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they do a lot of midnight screenings. Yeah, but, like, I, I think especially now... No, actually, this weekend I was going to ask you if you oh, want to go Saturday because they were premiering it. They were showing it at Landmark. Oh, see, no way, they are. Yeah, they were showing it at Landmark. So this weekend or last? La- well, past? this this 
This, well, this weekend, up. this one right here. Fuck. The one we're in. The, the one we're in it. All right. Well, that's useless. A, that's a problem. <laughs> um, yeah, this is this is great. I loved all the. <laughs> I love James Franco. I. There are, is one thing about this whole uh, atmosphere that bugs me, which I'll get into later. But after you guys talk about what you thought of the movie. Mm-hmm. All right, Tappy, you wanna you wanna enlighten yeah. us? Well, like Shomo, I haven't really watched what the movie was based on, which is The Room. I've never watched it. I kind of went into this movie kind of blindly. I mean, I watched all the trailers, but I didn't know too much about The Room or Tommy Wiseau as, as a human being. So I kind of have an idea. He's so, so interesting. Yeah, so when I, got into, when I watched, the, watched the first five minutes of the movie where Tommy was introduced, where they're doing this um, acting class, I was really confused. I was like, what is going on? Who is this character? That was actually a great <laughs> That was scene. a great scene. I know, but I was like, because it's my first. <laughs> <laughs> He's climbing on the wall. <laughs> I'm like over here like, what? Dude, James Franco fucking killed it, man. Holy shit. He yeah. really did embody that guy. I, w- I was like, this can't be real. This is how he really speaks. And... I, to be honest with you, I love this movie. Everything about this movie was really the the jokes. Everything was it hit. I laughed, and I don't really what's the word? I don't really laugh too much. Like I watched like what we do in the shadows. You know how what is a kind of like a, it remind me of the same humor. Mm-hmm. And then I mean I didn't laugh as much as what we do in the shadows than I did in the Disaster Artist. I laughed way more in the Disaster Artist than I did in that movie. Yeah. If, I just think um, it's just this story. You just have to laugh at it. Yeah, it's kind of like it feels so unreal. But then apparently it is really real. I don't know how accurate it is. Like well, a, depic- a depiction of all of it. I'll, I don't, I'll I know get these into movies, it uh, the, 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 later. That's the thing yeah. about these. Like, the, that's the thing about Hollywood in general. Like, if you watch any, like the stuff we're going to talk about later, just movies that missed the mark. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how much, like we're not going to probably pull from like older movies, but... There was a point in time in Hollywood, and even now, you know, even when we look at uh, what is that company that just kind of puts movies out? Like they'll put out like when Transformers come out, they put out Transmorphers. Oh, the uh, or like Red Line or like something like oh, weird, oh, like oh yeah, yeah. very. Sp- it, they they put out movies that sometimes are just to make money. Yeah, and if you know if you have enough money backing you or just have someone backing you, you can make a movie. Yeah, so it, it's. I'm not surprised that if anyone just like watches a Hollywood movie and then mm-hmm. writes something mm-hmm. poorly, even if it's like poorly written, if they have enough money, they can just make it. Yeah. So like, I believed all this. Like I could see this all happening. Yeah. I'm just like, I just, cause like, I knew, I didn't know that much about the character. So I was like one of the ones that didn't really research. So I'm like over here, like, Oh my God. Research all you want. Yeah. I mean, no one, no one knows who this guy is. Yeah. I know. Apparently he, we don't know how old he is. We don't know where he is from. We didn't even know why. He, Tommy me why he's, I was telling you on the way here. I was like, tell me why he's sounds like a guy from Brooklyn. That's Italian. So I'm like, what? That's probably not his real name. I know. That's what I'm saying. I was like, there's no yeah. way his last name is Wiseo. He was on Kimmel with Franco, and uh, he did break. He uh, he said he was from Europe. <laughs> That's all he oh, was Oh, really? Saying. Like, we all couldn't realize that. <laughs> Dude, I, like, that uh, interview I listened to Seth Rogen, he's just like, he's like, he's like, I don't, I still don't know him. Like, I've met the guy, and I talked to him. He's like, I don't know anything about him. Like, he's like, I don't even know where he got the money, like, yeah. the money to back this movie. And he says he got the money from selling bootleg Levi jeans. 
Hmm. That's what that's what Seth Rogen said. That's how we got the money to fund the movie. I'm like, Six million dollars. Six million dollars of dollars from Levi's. From selling bootleg. Like that's such bullshit. And like it's just like but that's so so interesting about him, like as a person. Because there's actually moments where I feel really bad for him because mm-hmm. like I get it. Like I get it. You I, I get him. I get yeah. him. I totally get him. I I get everything I he's about and what him. he does, the things he does. Like but there's something off I've about it. I've met people though. like that. I've met people like that. Pe- people regard the room as like, um, it, it's the reason it's very hard to tell whether or not he made it bad on purpose or he didn't, which it's pretty clear. In the movie, he it, didn't. Well, yeah, and also like you could just kind of tell. And um, the thing is, it's like if you uh, gave a camera, like if you explain movies to somebody, someone said this, I can't remember who, but. You explained to somebody what movies are and told them to make a movie, but they've never seen a movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what The Room is. Yeah, the, yeah. It's like... He he knows the theory behind making a movie, but he's never seen a movie to know what works and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. And um, Well, the thing is, first of all, uh, I think people are a little bit too critical on him for making the worst movie. Because the thing is, like, from what we understand in the film, at least how it's presented, is that he's an actor first and foremost... He's not trained mm-hmm. properly. Like he's not. He doesn't take criticism well. So he's not very good at that portion. But he also he's not a director. He's not a writer. There's so many elements that go into the film. Yeah. So when you have someone with a little bit of like he has like an ego issue. Yeah. And he's writing and directing and kind of like being that forefront of the film. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's like what do you expect to happen? Like of course it's gonna be shitty. Like. Yeah. He has no prior knowledge on yeah, how to make something. When, when he was saying, "What kind of camera do you want to use? Digital film." Yeah, oh. like both. both. Like he doesn't <laughs> understand was that, was that. that element true? Did they really shoot on two cameras? Honestly, I, no. I don't. I I, I need to look speak. that up. I, I would like to look that, that up because be that's hilarious. hilarious. Yeah, exactly. That's so expensive. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> I love the fact they're just like he's just like no. I want to buy everything. I don't, I don't rent. I buy. I'm like get the. I'm fuck actually out curious. Here. I want to. Uh, I want to read the book now. Yeah, it's it's so he's an, interesting. He's an interesting character, and everything about the um the relationship between Greg and Tommy, it was like it was it's sweet in a weird way. Yeah, it was like yeah. a weird like friendship that Greg was like I accept him for who he is, even though I know nothing about my friend, my best friend, or whatever. He probably knows stuff about him, but he won't say obviously. But yeah. I think he does now. it out of like, yeah, like he won't because. I don't know. Like I would like if someone's like, "Hey, don't say that about." Me. Like I'm like, okay, I won't mention it. Was it was such a weird friendship. I um, I uh, this whole thing sounds weird to me because the movie. I think I want to watch more interviews with Tommy Wiseau to really like pinpoint whether or not he's an idiot or not. Um, and <laughs> something, something, something. Because James Franco's portrayal of him, he's a fucking idiot. He's he's you. He's an idiot. Like a, a a baboon, you know, with a lot of money. He, there's there's charisma, and you like you're charmed by the whole story and everything, and yeah. like you feel sorry for him. But there's no denying that he's bad at everything. He's bad at a lot of things, but he's bad is, at human interaction. He's bad at that, and he's just not willing to admit that he's bad at it. Right, which is a bad trait. Yeah, it's a really and, bad trait. Uh, and so there's nothing redeemable about him. And James Franco. And the the writers of this movie were able to kind of make this a, a nice, heartfelt little movie about chasing your dreams. 
Uh, but I'm going to allude to something I said earlier where I, I have problems with this whole atmosphere is because, like, he, I think Tommy Wiseau is, he's getting money from this. Yeah. This is publicity for him. Mm-hmm. And I think they're all just a bunch of liars. What do you mean? I think, deep down inside, he does not want to be betrayed like that. But... And um, and I don't he, think and he I, talks about it like, oh yeah, James Franco, he he nailed it, nailed it. And um, I don't believe it. I don't believe him. Even like I saw interviews where in the book, um, the the I did not hit her. I did not. Oh hi, Mark. Um, that scene, like he said, he did it a fucking bunch of times and couldn't get it. Uh, and Tommy Wiseau in a past interview was like, that's just not true. But you know, what's done is done. Greg, yeah. Greg lied, you know, whatever. He does not want to be portrayed as this idiot. I don't, I don't, However, the publicity and fame and the money coming from this is like, you know, why not just embrace it? I think he's just some... Excuse me. He's just embracing it, but... Like, the whole, like if you see them on Jimmy Kimmel and, like, Franco, like... He's, like, sitting next to him, patting his knee and stuff, and it's just it just feels kind of icky to me. Like, you're making fun of a retarded person. Yeah, um, I, the that's, movie that's itself a, that, is fucking fun as shit, and I enjoy it. And whatever, yeah. I guess I'm along for the ride. But some about it, uh, the whole situation is. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think I I understand what you're saying. I get it. I get what you mean. Like it's just not very genuine. Like he's all along with the joke. Yeah, because he's. I I really think he's not. And I don't know the story. Like that's the thing. We don't know what really happened. Mm-hmm. Like. But the thing is, well, like, he claims even, even if the it, movie is ninety nine point nine percent accurate. Yeah, and that's and, but that's the thing though. Like, before this movie came out, he was doing interviews at the midnight screenings. Like, you know, he realized yeah. that at the end of the day, like, even though he made the worst movie, which I would honestly fucking take this in contention, this is not the worst movie ever fucking made. I've seen worse movies. We haven't seen the movie yet. But I'm saying, like, I don't, I don't think this, this. Judging I've by seen, the scene, <laughs> I'm like, that's the thing. Like, I've seen, I'm, like, I'm looking at, it, I'm like, he's like, I've seen worse. I've, uh, I've seen bad shit. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen some bad. I've seen like shit. kung fu movies that me and a friend found at like the truck stop DVD bin that were worse, probably. And that's what I'm saying. Like, is like to be the worst movie ever made. I don't, I don't think it's. I don't think that's fair to say I mean, to sure. anyone. I mean, I mean, the room can well, there, be worse than Sharknado. I think what, what the uh, what the yeah. thing is though, it's the best worst movie ever made. Like yeah, it's the, the most enjoyable bad film. Yeah, maybe. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to this next week when I watch it because I'm definitely gonna watch it this week. But I don't know. It's just like I, I think he just it, it's a situation that you kind of roll with the punches mm-hmm. and you're like. This is what I got, and this is people you'd know think me. He'd now. like come out and be honest, like, "Oh, that's not true. Oh no, they're making me look stupid. They're making me look incompetent." He's pretty much saying, "Yeah, I was a, I'm dumb and stupid and." But the thing is, I think with his personality, who he is, he was just like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," because it's it's better than not being someone. Sure, yeah, and I think that's and that's the impression that you get from him from the whole movie. Like he will go along with things because it's better than not being known. Mm-hmm. Ever since that movie came out and and it's kind of slowly gained a cult following and people are just obsessed with it, I, I, you know, before he was still probably a nobody and people didn't know who he was or people who did know who he was were just like this fucking hack, this fucking joke, you know? Yeah, and he was a joke. And, and the thing is, like, I, I think if he has to play it up for a bit in interviews and just say, like, yeah, I mean, what fucking, 
what Holly like all right perfect example like just any DC movie that's come out and they're just like yeah it's really great I think it's a it's a great representation of the comics and everything and they talk about yeah, it yeah. like it's just like you know that movie's shit like don't fucking lie to us <laughs> like no I I actually believe people enjoy that stuff just because they don't know what's what's good you know. No, it's like I, some people that like if they never I'm talking had about a burger. The act, I'm just saying I'm talking about actors. Oh, you, who, oh, who yeah, like interviewing? People, yeah, and just saying, right. oh yeah, like it's like that perfect like oh, Ben Affleck thing it. where it's just like he's like staring into the, the abyss, and Henry Cavill is like he's like yeah, it's a really great movie. You know, um, <laughs> like all the actors you know, really liked Suicide Squad when they saw the premiere. Yeah, like Get they the fuck they out could here. not they, they can't tell me that. I think all those all good. those actors have been in good movies. Yes. like they should know. Like like this is not good. But I think behind the scenes though they um. I actually spent like an hour last night watching the Variety series Actors on Actors. It's actually pretty good. You should watch this. I started watching that too. Dude, they're great. Dude, they're really good. I watched the uh, Ryan Reynolds one. I didn't watch uh, that, but I watched Willem Dafoe and Hugh Jackman talk about the Florida Project and Logan. Mm-hmm. It's fucking good, man. Um, but, you know, they allure to it. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, that movie's a fucking bomb. Like, stuff like that. They're aware of it, you know? Yeah, it's not like... And that's what I'm saying, like... I can't give them much shit because, I mean, it's a part of the but business. They, but the thing about that is, you know, give them like 10 years, they'll probably acknowledge that that was not a good movie. What, obviously, this, this actors, movie that we're talking about now? Or no, the, no, the actors you're talking about were like with like the Batman. No, they've, but that's the thing though. Like, but they're, they're, they have to, they're doing it because they, and, and so is, and so is like Tommy and James well, I mean, and everyone. We're, we're it's like, just like fucking 15 years removed from this movie. And, mm-hmm. um, what I'm saying is like, I truly see the actors probably in the moment. I mean, it's fine, but like, it's all about how they, the studio put it together that makes the shit final result. And I think they know that they're there for their paycheck, yada, yada, yada. But Tommy, he really thought that was a good movie. He thought he did a great th- film, and then people started laughing at it. And it's like you're laughing at a retarded person. Well, like I mean, it. like I mean that during that time when he realized people were laughing at him, and then when Greg, I don't know how true that scene is where Greg pulled him back and we had looked, they're enjoying themselves and kind yeah, of like I just don't know if that part's true. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't that part. No, I'm gonna take that out of the equation. I don't yeah. think that until I have variable. If someone, if I asked the actor, I'm like, did that really happen? Yeah, and I feel like it took him years to like uh, come re- to the realization, realization that yeah. I think he had to settle. All right, well, I guess I made a fucking terrible movie. He basically took a, a bad situation, made it good. Yeah, so, I mean, and then, I mean, what you're saying is, like, do you think he really cares if people are, like, saying that about him now? Because he knows the movie he made is actually bad. If he's yeah, really self-realizing but they, but they don't know what he was like on set and everything. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, you, the movie makes him mysterious, the, the original room. Yeah. It's like, wow, this is a bad movie. And he kind of hides behind it and, like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, fuck, you know, whatever. I'm an artist. Uh, but... The James Franco movie is like out in the open. Tommy Wiseau is a fucking incompetent retard, and uh, I don't think that's politically correct. Yeah, <laughs> an incompetent, uh, stupid person. Thank and, you. Um, <laughs> he, uh, and he's just going along with it. Like, yeah, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> Let me get that paycheck. And it, it's strange to me. It's just it feels weird. It's like exploiting a retarded person. I don't, I don't, that's the thing. We don't know anything about this guy. Yeah, we, nobody knows. No yeah. one knows yeah. anything I guess, about I guess, this guy. I mean, and the thing is, like, I mean, it's hard to be we don't stupid. Think he's, it's, I don't think he's stupid. I don't think he's if slow. He's I think play, I, if he played us I all think, right now, if he played all this from the, the beginning, could you imagine the, the, I can't the level of genius? I cannot wait until we, until the mm-hmm. day he just comes out and just like, well, he's he like talking to everybody and just like, 
Uh, thank you, guys. My name is uh, Talk Richard. Talking in full sentences. Uh, oh, yeah. This <laughs> is a performance piece I've been working on since For, like the 80s. Yeah, it's I'm a, glad that... It was my attempt at uh, exposing uh, society and uh, its social commentary. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I would fucking Mind lose it. Blown. You know what that reminds me of? I would it's, fucking uh, lose it. That reminds me of the, the betrayal that the public felt when they found out that the fucker right in the pussy guy was, was fake. <laughs> Remember that? Everybody's like, that guy's our hero. Turns out it was all fake. He was, all he he was did fake. Was I didn't even know. I, yeah, all he did was inspire a bunch of idiots to go out and do it for real. But he never even did it himself. It's a Damn. fake news uh, broadcast. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, that would be crazy. However, I'm going to do some more studies. I'm going to do some more research. I'm going to examine the facial muscles while he talks to see if he's lying. Uh, I, I need to know more about this fucking guy because, like, Someone has to know where he got the money. This, this, is, this has actually become, uh, so I was going to mention this, but this has become my life's purpose now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, after watching this, I decided that I'm going to give up on everything and hunt this man down and find out his legacy, who he oh, is. Who he is. Because how the fuck do you spend $6 million? How, how, how like, I don't get it. Yeah. He has two play, like th- if It this makes is no true, sense. If this is true... I I'm, I think this guy's a prince. Do you guys think he's a prince? Oh, you mean that's my royalty? theory right now. Like he's a prince. Well, I mean, and that's yeah. why he has a bottomless pit, and that's mm. why he's able to do the things he does. Like I don't because think they he's have like princes in Eastern Europe. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like he's a dude. Yeah, the royal family. But he's Eastern like a royal Europe. family. Like he doesn't have any real power. He's just there, and he has money, money, and it's just like people. His parents just like yeah, just do what the fuck you want, and just like just pulls in from can the money. Can we start a podcast about conspiracy theories about Tommy Wiseau? <laughs> Well, I can I'm <laughs> keep going all day. That's my th- running theory right now, though, that he's a prince. Hmm. Sure. No, you think I'm fucking... Right, I'm oh, maybe his, oh, maybe his dad, today. his family was a, like a drug lord. You think so? Like yeah. They were like, like They were like mob? the famous... Yeah, they were, he was like a part of the mob and nobody knows his family. That's why he changed his name. And no, that, that's why he doesn't... Nobody knows what his birthday. What if we like... We go see a showing with the Q and A, and our like goal is to get some DNA off his body. We keep following him around <laughs> to Q and A's. Can I give you a hug? And just fucking pull, pull his hair. hair. <laughs> and then he, he realizes oh. it. And like he takes your... He like gets like 100 security guards to chase you. My <laughs> hair. Stop him. Ha, ha. <laughs> ha, ha. Um, no one should know that. No, he... No, no, that happens. Ha, ha. Ha, ha. Ha, ha. Yeah, this is... What was the story that he was telling? He was saying, like, yeah, I knew this girl who's just sleeping around with a whole bunch of guys. And then she got beat up pretty good. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> he just like laughs so fucking like just like See, what? stuff like that if that really went down on set you're you're if that didn't go down tommy wiseau should be coming out right now and saying look i'm not that retarded i'm not that stupid all right i mean because that paints him to be literally and i don't mean a politically incorrect way a retarded person yeah, like, but he's just writing the coattails of this. Liter- literally mentally uh, handicapped, that scene. I think this dude's, a, like, he is a secret genius. Yeah, he might be. He's playing all of us? <sighs> Apparently so. I think but, he's playing but all that's, of us. But uh, that's, yeah, that's fine. Uh, however, all my, like, theories aside, as as a movie, the, <laughs> the Disaster Artist, which is the movie we came here to talk about, is a real hit for me. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed myself. I laughed. A, I laughed a lot, which mm-hmm. is supposed to do in a comedy. Uh, I like that. I don't know. Since I guess it was like based on something, and they had to follow a certain structure. Sometimes, like Seth Rogen and James Franco, kind of like pieces that they work on seem a little bit too outrageous. They get a little bit too, like their comedy style is like 
a little bit over the top that I don't like it. It's like, eh. I like it. I think they're the only ones that make movies that actually make me go to the theater and laugh. Really? Like, what movie have we watched this year that you were, like, cracking up in? Let me look at my film chart. That's what I'm. I just don't think there was one for me. Yeah, I can't really. Th- I can't think of one. And this is yeah, like. I think this is like the and first. Like, I I just want more comedies that are. I don't think we've actually reviewed a comedy. Yeah. I'll boldly say that. I'm saying like I've been here. Maybe yeah. maybe uh, the the <laughs> girls trip one was the one. Wait, girls trip. Which is the white one? Which is the black one? Rough trip, and then there's girls trip. Girls rough trip night. Is a, rough night is. R- rough. No, it's girls trip is the black one. Yeah, girls trip. Yeah, I heard. I heard good things about that. I heard that's like a fucking comedy knockout yeah, i just realized i'm looking through the list right now we haven't watched a true comedy yeah but like even like uh i don't know i laughed a little bit in uh train spotting Merwood's story is good but that's not like a true comedy it's yeah like, i didn't laugh like i'm talking like actually like <laughs> oh that's what i mean i don't know we saw anger goes west and that was, that was funny at times i suppose so maybe yeah, that was more a, a little bit more dramatic there's been a couple but it just it just seems as though the seth rogan humor i happen to like i don't know yeah, I don't know. This one I, I think was Seth better. Rogan. It was better than some of the other stuff they had that I've like. I remember watching in recent years, and I don't know. I I enjoyed it. Yeah, and this movie, even if you haven't seen the movie, like the room that that this movie is based on, it's gonna on, make you want to. Watch you, it. Yeah, it's gonna make you want to watch it because in this character, James Franco plays him so well that you're like, okay, I have to l- look into him, research him, and then actually watch the room because you do see bits and pieces of the movie. So you're like, this is like, it's a real movie, guys. Like an actual real this is movie. This is a real person. It's a real person made this movie. And he Hi spent doggy. really six, Hi dog. <laughs> six billion dollars. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tommy, I didn't recognize you. The fuck? <laughs> the fuck you mean? Okay, you don't have a nice day. Hi, doggy. <laughs> Fucking, oh my God. Apparently he, um, I don't know if it's true or not, but I heard that th- he didn't know the dog was there. And that yeah. was just like, he just saw the Improv- dog and said, Hi, doggy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man no dude this guy's interesting you have to watch interviews with him as well like, yeah i watched I, I watched this one thing where he's doing a q a and he goes on stage and everyone's like tommy tommy fucking just they fucking he's just thriving he's like on stage he's so excited and he's just like which is all it's like so much so enduring to watch because he's so excited yeah and then he's just like he's like okay guys i don't know if you've ever you've ever had a if you ever did a q a before and he's just like, he's like, you ask me question, then you ask Greg question. Then you ask me question, then you ask Greg question. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, like, he's just like, okay. Greg just it's like a normal dude. Like. Greg, Greg, yeah, Greg's just in the background, just like smiling, laughing. Greg is just actually like, like a handsome it. dude, too. And he's yeah, just he's like, a handsome fucking guy. He, yeah. He's like a generally just a handsome dude. And he's just like sitting, and he's just like laughing in the background. And then Tommy's like super excited. So he goes, and he's, like, he's, like, he's like, all right, we're going to start here. But then he stops the first person from asking a question. He's just like, okay, yeah, so you're just going to ask me a question. You're going to ask me a question? And I'm just like, dude, this guy is so he's, fucking excited. Oh, my God. It's, it's so it's enduring. Like, it's, it's adorable. Just like, it is because you're just like, dude, this guy, he did yeah, what like he wanted. Child. Yeah, he did what he wanted. He wants yeah. to make a, a big Hollywood movie, and he did it. His name will forever live on. He's just pay for billboards and shit. And the, and the graphic design on the shit's R-S-B- so bad. R-S-B- the fucking R-S-B- the room, and it's just like, it's like, what Wait, is that? It looks like a lawyer's <laughs> ad, <laughs> but it's a movie. <laughs> and he, he literally put the RSVP number on top of it, so anybody could RSVP. I'm like sitting here, like, what? Like, oh, my God, dude, he's genius. You know, one part I didn't like, uh, I guess I can say is... Uh, uh, so Allison Brie was in this and I was hoping that the relationship would go further and we could see her more in the movie but sadly that, oh that, relax yeah 
She only had like a minor role in it this movie. A super minor role. Yeah. I felt oh, it was well. kind of pointless to a certain extent. I think it was just to I didn't know what she added it to. I she, guess she didn't I, really add well, anything. Well, I think she added the part where he wanted to, um, Greg himself wanted to expand yeah, I his, think his mm, life. Yeah, I think that's all she really did. Yeah, yeah and kind of helped the betrayal of Tommy. Yeah. But yeah, you're you're tearing me apart, guys. I, I need to hear your your scores. What do you want? What do you want from me? You're tearing me you're apart, Lisa. I got to steal a line from another movie. This this movie is gonna be easily quoted. The most quotable movie. If you see it, it's so hard to not quote this movie. No, it's so so hard not to. Do porno. We do ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Just a porno. Oh man, uh, Steve, why don't you drop a yeah, score? Yeah, drop for a score, us. Steve. Uh, I really enjoyed this. I give it a four. Wow. Uh, I, j- I need more laughing in the theater this year, and I'm not getting it. Based on that notion alone, uh, as well as based on the cinematic experience of being in the theater with everyone and laughing with them, I'm giving it a four and a half. Whoa, I was I f- not expecting ah, that. Yeah. Oh which God. is weird because I didn't laugh nearly as much as most people, but that was my, my poor body's fault, not me. No, this movie is fun. What did you give yeah. it, Tappy? I, I have to agree with Shomo. I, I completely enjoyed this movie. I was not. I went to this movie blindly, not expecting too much. It has heart, though. Yeah, it has like this really endearing quality about it that you don't see. It's like an underlying thing, this friendship of chasing dreams and just oh, doing wow. all this stuff together. Four and a half. Steve, four and a half for taps. Um, also, I brought this up to Tappy as well on the train. Uh, if you like this, you got to watch Brigsby Bear. Very, oh, yeah. very he similar. Very similar. I didn't and watch if, it yet. And if you like The Room, uh, I got some recommendations. So if you go on my I just box. remember I was trying to find The Room. Or I was trying to watch The Room. I was like trying to find it on streaming services. And The Room kept popping up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is back when, <laughs> yeah, back when Room came out, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I quite enjoyed that that uh, disaster artist. Good, uh, you know, good on you, James Franco. Yeah, it's been a while. They they didn't make him look massive in this movie, though. Yeah, he looked he looked, he looked like, like a so giant. Wild. He, he looked like had a giant. Prosthetic makeup on too. It's crazy. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. Let's move. Uh. Move on. Uh. Yeah. Let's move on. Okay. So here's a tricky uh, segment of the show where we pick the movie we're gonna watch next week. Um, as a group, however, we are down two hosts. Let me pick. Now, yeah, I say let her. Pick. I think, unfortunately, because they they both decided not to come uh, at the same time, the penalty is they don't get a say. Of course, I agree. Uh, however, this week is not looking entirely hot. hot, but I have an alternative, and I think it's a good idea if you just hear me out. So let's let's look at the official list here. Uh, December eighth, Friday. We're looking at the disaster artist is going to expand uh, nationwide, I believe. Uh, Shape of water. We have a. Oh yeah. It's not my suggestion. Oh okay. damn it! God um, damn it! Just getting started is a movie that we're probably not going to watch. And then we got I Tanya is really the only other contender contender there. I Tanya is the figure skater movie starring oh, Margot, Robbie, Margot Robbie. Robbie. Yeah. Um. Not 100% excited about that, but there is a movie now that when I went to see The Disaster Artist, when you look at the the marquee for all the movie times, this movie, which was not The Disaster Artist, was sold out across the fucking board. Sold out every showing. 
And shit. I heard people leaving the theater saying, oh, yeah, this is going to win an Oscar. I know what um, about. Mm-hmm. I think we should try to check out Call Me By Your Name. I've been wanting to watch this movie since I saw the trailer. You know what? I, w- I wanted to see it, but, but I really want to watch Shape of Water, I too. Do. Shape of Water looks beautiful. Looks, yeah, but I mean, like... It's glare multi if, if we watch Shape... On, Del Toro. I think we should just, like, do the Call Me By Your Name one, because, like... By the time that it actually releases nationwide, we're going to be seeing like something like Star Wars or something, and and we won't. We'll probably end up skipping it. And I think we should all watch this movie that I think is probably going to be up for best picture. But Guillermo del Toro. I don't know, man. I like Army Hammer as much as the next guy. Come on, man. Can we flip a coin? He's a handsome guy. I heard they're saying that this is like Moonlight status, but white. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what they said. <laughs> Who said that? I don't know, man. Um, I'm I'm stuck because I really want to watch fucking. Oh, God damn it! Flip God a coin. Damn it! Who has a quarter? Uh nobody. This way, I'm gonna solve this right now. I'm gonna figure. I'm gonna solve this for all of us. Even no, no, I don't want any chance. I'm gonna solve this for everyone. Oh man, it is playing shit. I was hoping that it didn't play, so we don't have to watch it. It wouldn't be a choice. What? Call me by your name? No, Shape of Water. So I'm like, oh, since it's not playing, then we have to choose Call Me. Yeah, by it's name. definitely playing. Yeah, fucking son of a bitch. I mean, you can still watch it. It's only two theaters, too. Yeah, it's going to be limited. Yeah, my thing limited. is, I don't... Call Me By Your Name is in Regal right now. I, my thing is, it's like I know this is going to be a huge movie. Yeah, it is. <sighs> Damn it's you, on, Army it's, Hammer. It's, it's like rated number one on Letterboxd for like 2017 releases. How about I'll Be The Tiebreaker? All right, so how about this? How about this? How about this? What? Man, these are good. Two good choices, and I don't know what to choose. Fuck. This is actually really. They both are really good movies. They look. They look. I'm super excited for both. Yeah. I, but I love. I love De Toro's like weird gothic. Like just. It looks incredible. I love his just. It's beautiful. Out there, like I don't know if we're gonna get. get well, a chance you can to always talk try to see both, regardless of which one we pick. How about this? We would review both next week. <laughs> tell, yeah. tell both of them they have I feel like movies. I feel like they're gonna have a, it's a, gri- a gripe with uh, seeing being forced to see two movies in theaters come on but that's what we do we watch movies I'm down I'm down but that's all, that's all I do um how about this me and you make a pact to see both yeah we're gonna tell them that we picked a double future and then whatever they choose which is which is they have a choice by the end of the week they have to tell us what they chose God, yeah, this is so confusing. <laughs> just, just have a, just pick a movie. Yeah, just no, pick a movie. no, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it like that. Okay. Me and choose. Steve are gonna see both. I can't choose. Yeah. And if they're okay with doing a double feature back to back, we'll just shorten our uh, our mini reviews in the beginning. I, I, I won't do a review for any other movie. Yeah, we could shorten our mini reviews and then just do like a double. Uh, maybe let's see what they say. Otherwise, I'm gonna see what they pick, and um. And then I think we uh, will just leave it at that. So it's going to be both or one of the two. Yeah. Call me by your name or shape and or the shape of water. What do you feel like choosing? I It's hard. Because well, what I would pi- you pick? Yeah, what would you if pick? If I would pick, I would pick shape of water. Yeah. That's I, here. I love, I love shape Ever since that. I saw the trailer for that, I was completely blown away already. I was, in I was excited. excited. Yeah, I was completely excited for that movie. I mean, I am too, however... I mean, but in the past, calling by your name, like I feel like if no, if we all don't see it, I mean, no, I, I completely we're all agree. gonna I miss a, a, a best picture. Nominee. I feel like we should still watch it, but if you ask me which one I'm more excited about, because based on trailers, it'll be that it'll be Shape of Water, Shape of Water. 
I saw the second trailer and I wasn't that excited for it anymore. Oh, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we're going to... Me and Tom are dedicated to this cause. I'm not going to watch any other movie. I'm going to watch these two. <laughs> yeah, I might, I might start early. I might start like Tuesday. But, dude, watch this movie tonight. Nah, I got laundry to do, but uh, yeah, let's uh, let's move on. Okay, let's move on to our topic. Ta- 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 topics. What was our topic, Steve? Our topic this week is movies that miss the mark. Uh, so what I mean by that is just movies that everyone kind of had high hopes for, and every ever even like in terms of just studio and everyone in general just like thought that this was going to be the next thing, mm-hmm. and just completely either critically fail or mm-hmm. financially failed. Or just in general, just kind of like missed the mark for you. Just like you're like, nope, that wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, I could start off or one yeah, of you guys. You start. start. Yeah, okay, start. <laughs> I'll start with this. And it's such a weird niche movie. I don't think you guys probably heard of it. Okay. Uh, but I was excited for this because I've read the, I've read the books. And it was it's an older book franchise. Let me see if I can find the original name for the... Just wait, sorry, guys. I just want to get all the information right. Take your time, Steve. It's a good. It's okay. So the original title of the book, at least, was John Carter of Mars, hmm. and the uh, and the movie that Disney was going to release was called John Carter. Mm-hmm. So this was the flops of like the all flops. Like Disney usually doesn't give up on a project this quickly, but after yeah. the first movie came out, they gave up on it. And what this is about is John Carter is a war weary former military captain who is inexplicably transported to the mysterious and exotic planet of Barsoon or Mars. Mm-hmm. And it's a very heavy, heavy science fiction movie. Mm-hmm. And it follows some, not completely, but it follows the same kind of like story beats as the book. Yeah. And that's why I was excited because it was a really weird science fiction book. Like this man gets transported to Mars. He, mm-hmm. when he's there, he gets these powers that he's like, he has super strength, super like just overall just agility and he becomes like, superhuman yeah and he gets caught up in this war in mars and uh and disney really backed it up they really thought this movie was going to be the shit like the next thing because this this the book franchise actually had like it was the princess of mars uh john carter of mars i had like the whole I list i never of, ever heard the series it's ever written by let me see if i can find the author it's like edgar Wright or something like that he's a science fiction writer but uh yeah, this is supposed to be uh, this is supposed to be the next thing for Disney, and mm-hmm. they put a lot of money. William Defoe was in it. What? Yeah, <laughs> I was super pumped for this. I'm so upset that it didn't like. Yeah, the original book was called The Princess of Mars, mm-hmm. and it was authored by uh, the author was Edgar Rice Burroughs, and he had like a whole collection of books, like uh, he oh he did Tarzan, Tarzan the which one? Tarzan of the Apes. Oh really? Yeah, he wrote the book like. He's like, this guy's a very prolific writer back in the day. And he wrote all these like pulpy kind of like, you know, man outside of his element. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, yeah, it was supposed to be one of those big hits for Disney. And it completely like, and it wasn't just like a critical flair. It was just like even for fans, like for me, at least when I was like, reading this shit, I'm like, I watched it. I was like, this was bad. When did it come out? Uh, 2012. Hmm. Yeah, it was, it was bad. It was bad. And it had like the most generic white, like Taylor... I think Taylor Kitsch and he'd st- let's see if we can oh my god he's done really bad shit like John Tucker must die he's like oh, he was like yeah they just no. pick generic the covenant like the generic white actor just like oh American Assassin he was the lead in that 
Tom, you watched that, didn't you? Uh, that guy? What, was that him? No, uh, no, he was in it. Sorry. He's just probably some yeah. shitty character. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So they just picked that generic. pretty forgettable. Yeah, they just picked generic action guy, put him in the role. Mm-hmm. He wasn't very good. The lead actress wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the CGI was pretty horrendous for the uh, Martians or the natives of the of the uh, planet. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, Will, yeah, William Dafoe was in it. That was another big actor or like one of the only big actors in the movie. Yeah. And Mark Strong. That's mm-hmm. it. Oh, no. Brian Cranston was in this? Hell the yeah. fuck? He's also in the, the yeah. disaster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. He, speaking like, of br- that. Yeah, br- speaking of him, he was like briefly <laughs> in it as, as himself. No, this was, uh, yeah, this was super disappointing. And that's why I, uh, I think this really missed the mark in terms yeah. financially and critically for Disney. That. And I think that's actually one of the first times at least or one that I can actually remember that mm-hmm. Disney just gave up on a project immediately. That's crazy. They had planned, they slated sequels. Like this was supposed to be their next big hit. And yeah. they're like, done. Dang. One, one movie, done. Which is a bummer because it, the series continues on for like several books. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's my pick. It's pretty niche. I, I, I know. A, yeah. I've, even never though Dis- heard of, I've never heard of it. So I. That's what I'm saying. Like Disney releases. I've heard of it. Yeah, you heard of it? Yeah. John Carter. Yeah. It's really bad. Don't watch it. (laughs) It is not. I would recommend it. It, It's not worth your time. Well. Yeah. How about you, Tom? I guess this topic doesn't really relate to the room because that's like uh, nobody knew about that movie. So it wasn't like highly anticipated. So I guess this topic is a little unrelated, but that's cool. though. It's. uh, I feel like just movies that missed the mark, like all the intentions were good. (laughs) Well. Most of the intentions the, were yeah, good. And yeah, the room. I don't know if it had a mark to hit, but uh, but yeah, this is a good uh topic. Uh, you didn't like your pick, right? No, I don't love my pick, but I've come around to it. Maybe brought it up before on the show. Um, it's a movie that came off the coattails of Drive, and it was uh starring Ryan Gosling as well, written by the same guys Drive. Oh, Nicholas Winding Wren. Oh, I know what you're talking oh, about. God. Here yeah, we go. Yeah, we're talking uh, Only God Forgives. Oh, now God. That was actually going to be my pick the first time when he said it. Really? I was gonna, I was thinking about it, and I was like, mm, I'm not too sure. But I actually, actually like this movie. Yeah. Well, like in, I, 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 I like it. It's a good movie I took, for me. I took as the topic as first, still flat uh, for like everybody and yourself. Um, It did. First viewing, it did. First mm-hmm. viewing... I'm coming off the coattails of a um, drive, you know. You got drive being a, a big hit. Most people really love that. Critics loved it. Yeah. Um, and you know, you put the actor and director together again. I think naturally people are going to uh, be very excited about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I heard some boos were thrown at cans, cons, cons film festival. Yeah. Um, booze at you know Ryan Gosling like it's it's just weird because he he's normally not in bad movies you know he's been in a couple like just whatever movies but yeah. normally movies that make people run for the hills. Uh, this is a movie I can imagine people would just oh it's Ryan Gosling I they'll fucking walk out you know yeah uh this you have to watch the did you watch that movie yeah, that's did. attached to it his yep. wife did yeah the documentary about my life. So Nicholas. if you watch like the inner when he was talking to Ryan, uh, Nicholas Winding Raffle was talking to Ryan Gosling, he was explaining like the scene or something like, oh yeah, I you could that tell like yeah. Ryan and Gosling didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. He was just like something like 
yeah, yeah. He could tell us, but like, I don't think he understands what is happening. Right. And um, it takes another viewing, maybe even two or three more viewings, to really, uh, to really understand the uh, the artistic drive behind the movie and what he wanted to do and the visuals he wanted to create. And uh, yeah, when I first watched, it, I was like, "What the fuck? Where, where's my great story about revenge and you know and choices and like you just gave me this bleak." movie that's colorful but it's a bunch of characters that are you know there's no there's nothing to grab onto is what i'm saying yeah, yeah they were in empty terms characters. of like everybody was kind of empty in the movie yeah. but on a second viewing you start to uh pick out a lot of the artistic uh things that he does in the movie and you you start to just ignore what you first thought and watch like the the cinematic experience of it like the 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 police officer in it he does this scene where he's just like walking with this score over and it's fucking chilling and, and, and great what do you think of the karaoke scene that's also that a was great, great scene. that was a great scene that's a great scene but like the movie if you're not ready for it it will fucking it's not for everybody off. it's not for I, the that's my favorite that's my favorite one of my favorite scenes in that yeah um so yeah my pick's a little bit different i do judging by my first viewing i did not enjoy it well, um, yeah, yeah. It's like, like I said, Mr. Well, Mark I think Florida. I was just, I just wanted something else. Now, once I got past that, you know, it's like if you really want a certain meal, you know, and you're like, fuck, I got to eat this. And it's like, it turns out this is pretty good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and now I was craving me. this, but whatever, I'll just eat this. And then you know what? It's all the same anyway. I got this uh, anyway. But uh, yeah, I mean, and I would say if you didn't like Drive, and you're not you don't watch a lot of like art house films and shit like this you're probably not going to like it so that's the thing it it fell flat for critics kind of ripped it to shreds uh audiences did not give a fuck about it enough to even get a theatrical like wide release and uh yeah just did not go over well and it's kind of heartbreaking i watched the my life uh with or is it with or as nicholas winding ran the documentary with, of yeah. the making of the movie yeah, he poured his heart into this movie. Yeah. i think i mean honestly i think that documentary is better than the movie but that's just me yeah it's uh it's pretty sad man i don't uh dude I it's f- tragic. i felt for the guy I yeah for it's I, tragic what they have to do though like they have to like do premieres and shit and then that's they have to get paid in cash that was like so sketchy that scene i was like fuck yeah, yeah <laughs> i mean i feel for him at, at many times i've seen myself in his shoes before for things much smaller than that but uh yeah it's um there's quite a what a flop. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. I think that's his biggest flop yet. Yeah. But yeah. it's a cult for it, though. Not really. I mean, like people love it, though. People still like it. I don't, I don't like really it. hear talk, people talk about it. Oh, I, I mean. I guess mm, I guess not. Maybe it's just because I, I mean, actually. There are people out there that enjoy it, but like for the most part, it's not like. A, yeah, it's not like the the mainstreamers won't get it, but we do. It's It's mostly just most people just don't care for it. It's just too bleak and empty yeah i understand i'm not gonna i get it i get it yeah all right tappy what about you tappy i want to hear your choices i i you know i came in here not that prepared for this so yeah tom didn't give you the topic until right when you got here yeah so i'm just gonna i guess i took this topic as like um a movie that fell fat for me i guess so something that i looked forward to and it fell fat for me because i took it that as a general thing i don't know 
That so, works. Okay. I mean, it all works. It like I said, it's movies that miss the mark. Yeah, I mean, like it was a movie that I was super passionate about. I actually like the book that it was based on. The kind of similar to yours is a sci-fi book as well. Yeah, it's um, it's called The World of Worlds by H.G.O. Yeah, that was bad. And <laughs> <laughs> if you guys don't know what this movie is about, is is it came out in two thousand five with Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise? Yeah, and it was a horrible thing that they casted Tom Cruise. No offense, but he did not was not relatable in any sense of way being a from new jersey because this thing this movie takes place in like that's you making a great point because when i watched this movie i was young and i didn't notice that yeah so now like i'm thinking about it, i'm like that is a bad casting choice he plays like some sh- like freight like he works on like the, dock. the, the dog the right he like he's like docks. the like i can't picture him doing any of that yeah i'm like i'm sitting here i'm like i remember watching because i was like 16 or 15 when this movie came out 15 i guess and i love this book i read this book in high school and it's one of the few books that actually stuck through me through high school and when this movie came out i was i was so disappointed i mean dakota fanning was just crying every single time she was annoying. All she did was cry throughout this entire movie. I don't think this movie was received receptionally well no. either. No. And the thing is, Steven Spielberg made this movie. Got him. So, so I'm thinking like, oh, Steven Spielberg, he makes decent movies. It's not like the best whatever, but you know, it'll hopefully it will hold the book up to like what it was because the world, the world of worlds by H.G. Wells is a really high regarded movie. You know, a uh, book, I mean, like everybody loves this book. Everybody knows this book, what this book is. And it's one of the first books I read that are sci-fi that I actually really love. Um, and Tom Cruise just kind of ruined the movie for me. Sorry, Tom Cruise. Do you, I, I know you, if you're listening to this. Does he run? <laughs> he I watched run. this in class. He did like watch. Teacher he, he did run it. I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I remember watching this movie once and I didn't like it. I was yeah, like, it I was was like it wasn't my thing. And then the random... Uh, the one thing that bugged me too is that the way the sun would disappear and then the sun came back at the yeah, end. Yeah, I was like, like, "What's the point? No what, was the point? what was the point? What was the point of and any then they, of that?" They finally made made themselves to go to this destination where he's bringing his daughter to this like house to his ex wife's house, and and I was like, "Wait, so she's okay and she's safe in this like huge mansion, like this brick mansion, and this completely, completely undisturbed, and that's this whole thing is trying to get his daughter out, right? His daughter's crying the whole time." which is played by Dakota Fanning. She, all she did was cry through, through, during this entire movie. All you hear is a child crying. Oh, God, I would fucking, and I, fucking walk out. Sacrifice her. And, Take her. And the C, CGI was decent. You know, it was decent. It wasn't bad. It wasn't a horrible CGI. I mean, the aliens wasn't what I thought of, what the book made it sound like. But, you know, it's a their portrayal, whatever, art, whatever. This, but. G- this got, like, potential to be something interesting just because the concept behind it is, like, it's not like, it's, like, supposed to be an everyman you know, traveling through a fucking torn apart world where aliens are taking over. Like, that sounds, yeah. like, interesting. Yes. But it just, it, like, I remember just watching it and I was just like, this is boring. Yeah, it wasn't interesting. And the book is actually a really good book if you guys have, have ever read it. It's a Got completely em. good book. I'm pretty and sure it's a movie, too, right? I mean, I think they uh, made... 1953. Yeah, yeah it was, yeah. like, an older movie. Yeah. yeah. So if you watch that shit... I haven't, haven't actually watched it, but I'll go watch it. But, yeah, that's, uh, you know don't watch it you know if you like the book don't watch this movie um i think tom has had a positive zone had a positive review or positive look yeah, I know. at his movie <laughs> this movie yeah like no i mean like uh review god, of a movie like only god forgives like your choice was like somewhat at least positive like you look back at it yeah uh, but you know it's no drive still i mean yeah, yeah. well yeah. i guess that's everyone's choices yeah. uh it's good right. yeah uh, I mean, I don't think there's anything else. I mean, no. there's any other movies you know, in the back of your mind? I feel like, I, I mean, I have I a couple more. I, I mean, don't really have a runner-up because I wasn't really prepared. 
I so th- i don't know i feel like i have like a few more that i can think of but i uh, i feel like i think we covered it all yeah yeah all right mm-hmm. let's uh move on uh this is also very tricky i didn't realize how much this uh podcast relies on four people <laughs> Uh, so if you don't know what's next, we got a segment here where we play a game. The we game. have a 12-sided die. And uh, basically the highest roller will assign the lowest roller a, a movie to watch and review on the next episode. We're Do down two hosts. Yeah, I mean, she could, she could play, right? But Harvey still but has to watch his, right? what is her role in this? If, can I just want to, can, can, if I win, well, I, if, if I lose, I, there's no point. Because I won't be on the next episode. So just let me win. <laughs> wow. And you guys have a roll-off. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Both of us roll. She chooses the movie for us. I have a movie for each of you guys. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, shit. Should we yo, do that? Yo, let's do that. Fuck. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and awesome. two different movies, too. Not the same movie. <laughs> yo, how's Tappy Tappy more prepared than any of us? Because I was prepared for shit. <laughs> I, I think like she planned this. Here. Did you plan it? I, I, I thought about it. All right. I did. Because I didn't think about the game until like 10 minutes ago. Yeah, I was thinking the whole time, like, how are we doing this? Is she going to yeah. play? Or? All right, let's do it. So, so to make me, it interesting. Me and Steve are going to have a roll-off, and Taffy has to assign the uh, the loser movie. Steve, you going first? Yeah, I'll go first. Oh, my God, I'm fucking scared. <laughs> Just like, when there's, <laughs> when there's four people, your odds are, like, different. This is 50-50. Here we go. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, dude, what nice. Eight. 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 That's, That's a bad. solid roll. Solid roll. Eleven. Eleven. Oh, that feels good. I don't want to lose to her. <laughs> yeah. See. Excuse me. Yeah. Sherry's already making. She's gonna make your ass watch the movie anyway. I, I knew. I, nope. I was. I was gonna give him Babadook because he's never watched it. Oh man, that's some, fuck. That's good. I was going to give it to him. That's well, good. That's not important. What are you gonna give Steve? I have two things for Steve. I think. Since he's been on an Asian kick, I'm giving him two choices of Asian movies. Oh, what two Asian movies? God. He's been on a kick. Okay. She's not, she's not going to give me any of that American honey shit. Yeah. <laughs> or Okja. Okja. Well, you're going to watch it regardless, I think. Maybe one yeah. day. I don't one think day. so. He'll probably... I'll just do it just because it's spite, out of spite, Tom. Like, well, I think I've already told you about the two movies I'm going to give you. Oh, man. Two of them. Well, maybe three. I don't know. Oh, let me choose. Hmm. Fuck. Have you watched Train to Busan? Yes, I have. Oh, damn. Okay. Um, Handmaiden is the one I told you about. You've seen that too? No, I have not. Handmaiden. It's a really. I think you'll like it. Really? It's I haven't seen it. I feel like it's, we talked about. it. We talked about it. Maybe I haven't seen it. Possibly, maybe. Yeah, it's. I read you the synopsis of both of them and see which one you like more. Okay. A woman. You've seen Dra- Train to Busan? No, no, I'm talking about Handmaiden. And then now. she has another movie. Oh, you have another movie? Yeah, I'm, I'm she got three. I'm She's I'm mad prepared. No, don't let them pick. Just give them the okay. one you think. Give me one Hand, that you think. Handmaidens come up on the show like once or twice, so I feel like the other one might be better. So, do you know what Handmaiden is? It's it's about this it's about this Japanese woman who gets a career in caretaker, right? It's a Korean movie. It's a Korean movie, though. Yeah. Okay, I, I I just added that to my watch list. Oh, have you? Yeah. So you were already gonna watch it? Yeah, I already was expecting to watch it because mm. I was I stumbled upon it the other day. Doesn't it have Japanese elements in it? It has Japanese elements in it because uh, um well I'm not gonna talk about it. <laughs> Let's not talk about it. Because you have to watch the movie. Um, okay, fine. So if you already know, fine. I'm going to watch. give you one movie that I actually love and enjoy. And oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is scary. You fucked up, Steve. I'm I thought it was going to be a good time. I'm going to make you watch Happy Together. Oh, my God. I knew it. The fuck is that? It's oh, a really indie oh. Chinese 1990s movie about a gay couple in Argentina. Oh, son of a bitch. What the hell is Happy <laughs> Together? <laughs> 
This is so niche. It's gonna be really. Like, it's really niche. It's one of my favorite classic Chinese movies. Um, but good on you. Uh, it's streaming, right? It's not. Oh, I watched it on YouTube. Oh, it's on YouTube. Ooh. The whole entire movie is on YouTube. Okay, I will watch it. Got him. I think you would actually like hard. it. It's one of my one of my. You're gonna sound it's a bad movie. It's a bad movie, Tom. That nah, just just feels chory like. It's, it's not gonna be chory. How it's long not. is it? Um, I think it's under two hours. It's close S- to two hours. It's Son under of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will watch it. I think you. I think you'll enjoy it. It's very noir. It's very um. It follows a a relationship of two gay Chinese males, and it's like it's it's it's. it's it's very dramatic. It's n- it's not lighthearted. There's some lighthearted parts. Shit, I was hoping it would be lighthearted. No, it's not. Fuck. I was hoping it would be. It's lighthearted. very dark, and it's very um, what's the word? Ninety six minutes. You're good. Yeah, it's ninety six minutes. Yeah, it's okay. not bad. It's under two hours. I think I think you'll enjoy it. I think you'll enjoy it. I hope I hope you enjoy it because I love this movie. <laughs> oh, poor Steve. Um, all right. Well, that about does it for the show. You okay, Steve? You look like you're like uh, instantly regretting no. accepting. I'm this. reading 1997 too. Yeah, I'm reading the cast it's, and crew and detail. I don't want to. I mean, Leslie Chung is like the main the main lead. He actually committed suicide. So Aww. yeah. So but oh, but I think you like it. Watch it. I hope I'll listen to the next podcast to see what you think. Okay, I'll watch it. <laughs> you look so. <laughs> No, no, it's because I wasn't expecting this. I thought you were going to give me like another horror movie or something. I'm like, oh, I'm excited. But then, no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'll watch this. All right. Well, uh, sure. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. That, that about does it for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank yeah. you, Tabby, for Thank you for, for having filling me, guys. In. This was fun. Yeah? Yeah. You know what? Fuck the other guys. You're you're a new you're the new third person. Yeah. Yeah. Every week she just makes us watch. No, that sounds terrible. Um, Excuse me. Let's uh, let's <laughs> wrap it up. Thank you for listening. Um, if you're uh, if you're on uh, iTunes, make sure you leave us a review. No mediocre reviews. We want hard critiques from you guys. Hard critiques. And uh, also, we're on social media. We got Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We have a website, do the right where you can email us uh, topic suggestions, movie um, reviews. I, I think we'll do in the future, we're going to do more like um, interaction with uh, listening. Listening? Oh, sorry. Listeners? Oh, I don't want to say listeners. I want to say listening. Uh, I wanted to add more to that. Uh, we're going to do more interactions there with like. Um, Possibly like movie reviews and polls and stuff like that, and then uh, you mean we'll, interactive? Yeah, yeah, we'll do some stuff like that, and then uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, guys, thank you. And uh, catch us next week. Um, what are we reviewing next week? The it's either Shape of Water, uh, Call Me by Your Name, or both. Uh, we're gonna get back to you on that. Probably post about it uh, on social media. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, Thank you, Tabby, for joining us. Thank you. We need a catchphrase.